everybody, Randy here. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to thank Roback, Roback Activewear. Man, fresh off new summer releases for polos, hoodies, and Q-zips. Trust us when we say there isn't better gear for summer golf as we head into fall golf. I mean, the fit, the feel, the quality, it's all perfect. And I want to talk about three of their products. First, the performance polos are next level. With four-way stretch and moisture-wicking fabric, these polos are made to keep you comfortable in all conditions. Not only are they great for a summer day on the course, but also a summer night out on the town. Second, Roback's Performance Q-Zips are the only Q-Zips we wear. They're the definition of versatile. These Q-Zips are made to keep you warm for an early round or while you're out and about. Trust us when we say we love these Q-Zips. And finally, Roback's performance hoodies are legitimately the most comfortable hoodies we own. Hands down the softest, stretchiest hoodies in golf. If you see us out on the course ever, odds are we will be in a Roback hoodie. They're that good. And if you want to experience any of these for yourself, head on over to Roback.com. Use code TRAP, T-R-A-P, again, on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order through the end of this week. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com and get 20% off all polos, Q-zips, hoodies, and tees with code TRAP. Thank them for being a great sponsor of everything we do. And now let's dive into our episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Trap Draw Podcast. My name is Randy. This is our NFL preview, and we're going to cap it off with the NFL team draft. A shameless ripoff of our uh, our friend. Well, she doesn't know that we're her friends, but Mina Kimes. So just got paid today, friends. by the way. KVV's actually her paid. Good Yeah. Her. Deserves it. Uh, we got the football with us, let me around. TC, Jacksonville, Florida. TC, hello, and how are we today? I'm great, Randy. I got that subtle dog logo on me. I'm, I'm feeling comfy. Uh, actually, Freddie had football practice tonight. So, apropos. Uh, what position do they have Freddie playing? They got him playing center, but the center and flag football kind of splits out into the flats a lot. You know, kind of, kind of a seam, kind of a beater route. Kind One of, of like the most dangerous end. players in flag football, yeah. Exactly. Like a, a gronk positionless, positionless football. Exactly. <laughs> Shaney, Shaney should start coaching a flag football team. God, you should God. you should bring Shaney's philosophies to to kids league. Would also join us KVV Kevin Van Valkenburg. Uh, KVV, I assume you're back in the in the greater Baltimore area. How are you doing? I am doing swell. Big the. Uh, the excitement here for the Ravens is palpable. Uh, I'm not ready to buy in just yet with the excitement. I'll talk about that a little more later. But, uh, you know, as long as Lamb is healthy for the whole year, then uh, I think we're, we'll at least have something to talk about. 
And last but not least, the mouthpiece of the 49ers and Brock Purdy and Coach Shanny, Mr. Poosh, Micah Pushell of the band Iration. They are going to be on tour this fall. Check them out. Iration, great show. Mr. Poosh, how are you doing? Doing great. Shanny and, and John Lynch knew that we were taping tonight. They got Bosa signed up right before we got in here. <laughs> Big money, baby. Let's go. Trying to prevent you from having to answer oh. some tough questions about the direction of that organization, I think. <laughs> We're screwing real, real quick, we gotta we gotta thank Mr. Jeezy. Hmm. Thank you, TC. We absolutely do. Thank you, Mr. Jeezy. Have you guys anybody thank picked you. up a copy of his book yet? I haven't. It's on my list. It's on my list to get to. Uh, I've been so I've been so distracted by the this diarrhea delta fl- flight diversion. I saw you said it was going to be the lead story tonight in the editorial meeting. You know, it was made sure that all the other stories were, were pushed down the, the front page. So that, I, that could be the people lead. are demanding that we talk about it. I mean, it's well, it's my mom even texted me about it. She said, have you seen this? I said, I have. Hundreds of people have sent it to me. Uh, Stop the you know. presses. Yeah. Can you, can the, you tell I mean, the people who don't know what, what you're just talking about here? Can you delve into it a little bit? Yeah, I feel like anybody that doesn't know at this point has been living under a rock for the last <laughs> week. Uh, you know, of course, we had the United ground stop this week that only lasted 90 minutes. But this Delta thing, last Friday, there was an Atlanta to Barcelona flight on the flagship A350, the Airbus. I know Randy's a massive fan of that that airplane. And uh, love it. Somebody had a very, very, very explosive diarrhea all the way up the aisle the left aisle of the coach delta comfort cabin and uh <laughs> there's there's a video of it it's it's graphic it's shocking it's uh, not the explosive diarrhea but of the aftermath yeah of the aftermath and i guess they used a lot of disinfectant and then it started to smell like vanilla shit is, is, what, <laughs> is what everybody said so uh Been they 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 turned around about an hour into the flight and uh yeah it uh you know everybody got on their way about eight to ten hours later to barcelona so can you imagine if you had a day in barcelona stolen from you because someone had the massive shits (laughs) can you imagine being the person oh that's that's worse for sure i was just gonna say does that have like do they get on the next flight or i i i I simply could not I, i could not face my fellow passengers I think from a like a health perspective, I don't think they can let them on the next flight, right? You would have to kind of this day and age, you would have to kind of quarantine. Say, hey, yeah, quarantine, and and you know, people have sent over like there was a Japan Airlines flight back in the seventies that uh, Spencer Hall was tweeting about, where somebody preparing the uh, the you know in flight uh, meals. It was like a it was uh, in Japan to Alaska to Copenhagen to Germany or something. And the person preparing the meals in Alaska had some sort of laceration or wound on their hand that had this certain kind of bacteria on it. And literally like everybody that like there's 350 people on the flight and 200 of them had just got violently ill very suddenly. And the pilots did not eat this because they were on a different schedule. So if the pilots would have eaten the same thing, it probably wouldn't have been able to land the plane that bad. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. We had to cover that. We got a chop session next week. Sounds like like a metaphor for the Cardinals season up to coming. (laughs) 
<laughs> we gotta do more digging. We we get we gotta you know there are more facts. There's more stuff to be learned, TC. But thank you for setting the stage for us this evening. Well, um, anything anything else we need to cover before we turn to football? No, I, I think let's full steam ahead to football. Uh, KBV, you put together a wonderful agenda. I, I might pass the ball to you if you want to kind of play host here during the first uh, the first half of tonight, Joe. Big, I would love that. I think that's very kind of you. I, I've never hosted a show before, so you got to get your feet wet eventually uh, sometime. But uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, just generally, I think we're all pretty excited to have football back whenever football is not in our lives. Uh, I think we definitely feel the absence of it, uh, even the conflicted feelings that sometimes we occasionally have about the damage that football does to people. We still, we're just line right up back all over again in the fall and just enjoy the shit out of it. Uh, <laughs> so I just wanted to kind of, you know, get, let me quickly gauge your excitement about this. What are you excited about TC this season? I am excited about Calvin Ridley. I think okay. he's going to be an absolute predator down okay. here in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm excited for a wide open NFC South mm -hmm. and I'm excited to see if Brock Purdy is you know, I've been texting with some some insiders, some people mm -hmm. saying he's trash. I disagree. I think mm. he's he's I think he's good, and I'm excited to see it. And plenty more I'm excited about. But those those are the first three things off the top of my head. Push, where do you land on the excitement scale? What are you excited about this year? I'm a lot more excited now that uh, our boy, our my boy Nick Bosa has got signed up. I mean, it was things were trending very negative in the in the niner the world of niners twitter this off season i think there's a lot of you know people that are waiting for they they really want to see the downfall of shanny and unfortunately they're going to have to wait another year at least and it's not happening this year we're going into pittsburgh full strength kittles healthy uh allegedly ray, ray mcleod ray, ray, ray mcleod is coming Looks like he's going to be healthy. It looks like we're going to have a full strength team. Ray Ray McLeod is healthy. <laughs> Stop yes. the presses. That's our kick, oh kick returner, right? I, but I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. might be on probation for the right now. <laughs> it's, they, it's, they have. They might need to apologize for some of the things. It's a hellscape. I'm not going to lie. It's it's one of the worst places on Twitter. It's there's some dark shit happening over there. Niners Twitter <laughs> and uh, Ohio State Ohio Twitter, State might, Twitter be, yeah. <laughs> might, might be on equal. Playing field at this point after what Herbster yeah. Herb said about him. Speaking of Ohio, big, uh, you're you're there now. What are you excited about this NFL season? Uh, yeah, I mean, of, of course it's the Bengals. You know, we're kind of in the midst of a of of a window here where we we have the the franchise pieces. Joe Burrow had a press conference today. No, no ink on the contract yet. It mm. seems like they're getting close. I. I, I'm thinking maybe by the end of the week, perhaps by the time people are listening to this, he may have signed his extension. But he said today, you know, he wants to spend his career in Cincinnati. He constantly says all the right things. He does nothing but excite and titillate the people of Cincinnati. And, you know, I, I, I think he's got the the wisdom, the maturity to see the bigger picture. I, I think it's important for him. If he can, I mean, they're they're definitely going to pay Jamar. I think they'd love to find a way to retain T. Higgins as well. So, exciting team, young team, been to two straight AFC championships. The, these are heady times for all Bengals fans. 
I'm, I'm excited got- to see if if they can get over the hump and win a Super Bowl. Same agent as Bosa, correct? He does. Yes, so, he does. You know, he was playing hard, very hard on getting that done. So now it's Where's time to the, turn turn to the uh, the Bengals org. Right, agent. That's right. That agent's about to buy a second home in Malibu. Maybe, possibly a third home in Malibu. Possibly. Uh, KVV, what are you excited about? Uh, I'm actually excited to see Odell Beckham. Uh, you know, he's been away for a whole year. Uh, I am excited to see Justin Fields, uh, the much maligned Justin Fields. Uh, I think, you know, we've we've put Push on trial for many, uh, many trap draws here about Fields' performance. Uh, I've, I've always been kind of a neutral observer in this holy war. Uh, and now it's time for me to to put up or shut up and choose a side. And I think I'm going to choose Push's side. I think he's wow. going to have a good season. Oh. Uh, wow. so I ain't in Tron, on the hype. The bears are hot in the streets right now. Tron, welcome. Streets. Tron instructed us this week to put your fucking name on some takes. <laughs> and so I'm putting my name on some takes. You know, Hell I yeah. think he's going to, he's going to throw for 3,300 yards. He's now, he's only, I don't think he's even thrown for 3000 yet. So, uh, you know, he's, he's talking about, he's, he's talking about 5, over five, <laughs> yeah. which is insane. But I think, you know, 3,300 yards rush for another 1200. Uh, I think that that uh, we're talking about a, a good you know, seven hundred. Uh, what he rushed for last year, he rushed for eleven hundred. <laughs> so he had the yeah, greatest rushing crazy. season ever for a quarterback. I don't think he got slower in the off season. He's got better. Uh, you know, maybe he had to do that just to keep them like remotely competitive. But uh, twelve hundred might be a little reach. He, if he even runs for twelve hundred, he might get absolutely creamed. They they so, did buy him some groceries. I mean. DJ Moore is a pretty good receiver. There's, there isn't any, but I don't want to hear any more complaints about how he doesn't have any tools anymore because he's got some tools. The Bears are no longer a AAA franchise. Uh, they're, they're moderately, you know, competitive. I think seven and 10 is a good goal for the Bears. Uh, I think that they're, they're in that division, but never really competitive to, to get a playoff spot, but, but, uh, they're, they're okay. It's kind it, of a wide open. It's not a great division. division. Yeah, it's, and it's not it's a great not one. Terrible either. It's not like the NFC it's South. Not. The Lions are a lot better than you think. The Vikings are coming off a really good season. Uh, the uh, the Packers could be good if Love is good. They have a great offensive line. So maybe Bruce seven ten is Lafleur guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I think one of the exercises I asked you guys to to kick around as we sort of discuss this: Who do you think is the best run franchise in the NFL? And you can. Define this however you like. Uh, I had to do a lot of thinking about this last year when I profiled uh, Howie Roseman of the Eagles uh, before, right before I joined the squad here at NLU, and uh, and so I think I know what sh- what some of the choices are going to be. But uh, but TC, I'm going to put this question to you first. Uh, you're the model franchise of the NFL. What do you think it is, in whatever way you would define it? Gosh, as much as I want to say the Niners, uh, it, this probably changes every year. It probably would have been the Ravens up to last year. Okay. For me, I think um, the way that definition can it change every year? Yeah. Well, I think so. On that note, then I think that solidifies my answer to the Steelers. You can't argue with continuity, Super Bowls, um, seemingly a lot. You know, like it burns me to say this because I think Joey Porter's a scumbag. I think Tomlin's. <laughs> <laughs> probably doing some under the table stuff up there or oh, really allegedly. like in that, in allegedly. that Sean Payton thing that, that, 
that Wickersham wrote. Yeah. That uh, Wickersham wrote the other day. Art Rooney was was one of the ones calling in to the league office, bitching about Peyton and saying, "Throw the book at him." So I think there's mm-hmm. some some backroom dealings in there, but. Overall, I would say it's the Steelers. Weirdly, like the Seahawks are climbing in my rankings mm. as well with uh, Schneider and Carroll. So those are probably my my two. There's the, it, it. It's a much easier thing to say who's well run than who or who's not well run than who's well yeah. run in the yeah. NFL. Push bouncing us to you next. Uh, who would you say is the model franchise in the NFL? And if you say the Niners, be prepared to defend your take. Sure. Uh, I'll give a shout out. I, I was going to say, I, I do think the, uh, the Seahawks are a very well-run organization. I think the Packers probably, you know, mm. could, you could give the Packers a, a nod, but you know what? Why not? I'm going to take the Niners. I mean, oh, God. and I'm, ha- and I'm happy that I'm, ha- I'm happy. I'm happy to listen. We're talking right now in this current iteration of what we, what we have with, with Lynch and Shanahan. The ownership, I think he does a great job of staying out of the way. He lets the coach and the GM do what they're going to do. He's not interfering. He's not in the press. He was previous, and he kind of learned that lesson. Helped change the reputation from his family from, like, tax evasion and mob stu- mobbed-up stuff to a model-run <laughs> organization. I mean, I mean, they're still – I mean, they might still be doing some of that, some of that <laughs> but it's a lot more under the table now. Okay. Uh, but – no, I mean I think we do the right things. I think we pay we pay the players that we draft that we draft. Um, you know, we and take Trent. care of our own. We take care of our own and Trent, who is a shanty guy anyway. So we take care of our own. Uh, the, the, we we haven't had any. I don't think we've had a single arrest since Harbaugh left, or you know, around instead the Harbaugh years where all, all the guys that we have on the team, great great dudes, great great locker room. There's just nothing but Class good vibes. At. Class, class just classy from top to bottom and you know everything and the other parag's doing a great job with the cap as well parag, parag is in my opinion the best numbers guy in the game with the cap like we just freed up 23 and a half million dollars post the bosa signing so we still have cash cash to move around this year if we want to go and get another another big signing or we want to just push it down the road so, I mean, listen, you can come at me with the Niners and we can talk about Trey Lance if you want to, and we can talk about the whole situation. Um, but He's if you want to push that it. along, yeah, <laughs> we'll push that down the road just a bit. I will say in your favor, produce some good head coaches around the league. Mike McDaniel is obviously, you know, pretty good head coach. D'Amico Ryan looks like he's going to be a good coach uh, in Houston. So, you know, has produced some, Sol- you know, Saleh, yeah. obviously. Uh, yeah. is, uh, yeah. I, I still think the Jets have a chance to totally implode this year, but... Uh, I think Saul is a really good coach. I'm rooting for him for it not to happen. Just never know with Aaron Rodgers on board. Uh, all right. I mean, I, w- I would say the Niners are in the conversation for sure. I, I would not. Uh, I wanted you to defend the take, but I just don't want to give it up to you straight up. So, Big, your thoughts? You you root for one of the worst run organizations in, in sports over the uh, no, last you know 25 what? years. KVV, I will, yeah. I, will, I will tee Randy up here and say that because they've basically just given Duke Tobin carte blanche there in Cincinnati, <laughs> Randy's going to say that the Bengals because they've totally turned it around. And 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 the women, they've they've the women are involved. Katie Blackburn, her her daughter. Uh, it's it's a new day in Cincinnati, but that is not my answer. I, I okay. will say they've been shockingly 
well run now for a few years and it's crazy but they they have to do it over a much longer time frame you know when you first when i was first thinking about this question the patriots spring to mind you know we're, we're obviously on the the back side of their big run but man they were the model franchise there for damn near a couple decades um the chiefs you know are kind of in the midst of it right now it seems like no matter what they do they're they're hitting home runs with their personnel, but they're bad people off the field. TC, we, I was gonna we, say, we do know yeah, that. You can't say the Chiefs because you got all the yeah. off-field stuff. Plus, you got Jackson Mahomes. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Chiefsaholic. You know, it's just oh, yeah. something's they've never, they've never answered for their Chiefsaholic connection, right? They they should have to apologize <laughs> for, for whatever association they had with him. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was uh, tangential. Reek, Frank Clark, bad eggs, <laughs> Belcher. I, I, I really, you know, the Eagles, KVV, largely in no small part to reading the profile that you put together last year. They seem to be on a roll here, you know, throughout the front office and personnel. But Emmett came to the conclusion it was the Steelers, and it absolutely kills me to say that. Mm-hmm. You just look at, what is it, three hedges, nine, six, nine. They consistently, they just put, at worst, they put average teams on the field. I, I think it was like they haven't drafted in the top five in I don't know how many years. You know, they bottom out. They find a way. They 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 have a culture, which is I hate it. You know, the Steeler way. I think Tomlin does a great job of of continuing that that culture, that hard nosed blue collar style of play. I think it's dirty as hell sometimes. It is. So yeah, I. I God, I hate this, but I think the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I think they're just for for many decades now. They've kind of been the standalone, consistent, I, and for that reason, I think you gotta you gotta go there. Tomlin's like his never UGM finished too. below five hundred. Or is that was that what is that what it is? Yeah. Like, he's never, never had a losing record. Yeah. yeah, crazy. And like brand new GM, and they haven't missed a beat. Like it's like the whole thing keeps on running the way that they evaluate receivers I mean, just Lulu, yeah. blows my mind receivers and outside linebackers they always I was like or, or like edge yeah, guys the they always find yeah. guys in various rounds who are productive and like they're never as productive as they when they go elsewhere they're just there's they know guys fit in their system they know how to motivate them uh i remain in awe of their whole model so. I think Matt Canada like might be a trash offensive coordinator, so that might mm. catch up with him here. <laughs> and can he pick it as little ass hands? But- little hands. Yeah, God, yeah. we we got to come back to pick it. KVV, <laughs> would your answer be anybody we haven't mentioned? Where where did you settle on this? Yeah, ultimately, I think I it's a it's a bit of a coin flip between the the Pennsylvania squads and the the Eagles. Uh, Steelers and then the Niners, but um, I think I would ultimately land on Pittsburgh just because uh, I still think like they've proven it over like a long period of time, and they've they don't usually have like the nonsense. I mean they they got rid of Antonio Brown, you know, when it seemed when he immediately was a problem child. Like they don't have quite this. I mean, uh, I think the Ravens are close to it, but they I think they deserve to be knocked a little bit for the Ray Rice stuff and where they handled that. Um, you know the the Niners. It took them a while to sort of figure it out. Uh, I just think he had the longevity vote to, uh, you know, it's like they're the Djokovic of uh, of the NFL. They're just they've hung in it longer and they've just been consistent yeah. for longer. And maybe they're not your favorite, but 
you have to freaking admire the success. The uh, I, I feel like the Ravens big big black eye there too is the just the receiver evaluation for the last like twenty five years. And I I'm hopeful. I think Zay Flowers is gonna be a stud. But I agree. Uh, yeah. They have. I mean, I having lived here for twenty two years, like it is really really bad. To, if I could read off the names of them, like the Mark Clayton's, the Patrick Johnson's, the I mean, like. Tory Smith is like their most successful yeah, guy that they've Hollywood picked. Brown. And Tory, who's like a friend of mine, I, you know, wouldn't tell you that he was like any like perennial all pro. Like he was a good receiver who was best at like getting people to commit pass interference coverages, but he wasn't, you know, like a, he wasn't even a first round pick. The Ravens just cannot hit with receivers. And so yeah. uh, it would be interesting to see how, you know, how it works with Lamb and Zay Flowers and, you know, and Perryman and uh, and and Beckham because I don't think Beckham's going to be quiet if he uh, he doesn't you know get some looks and get some catches in this new offense. Uh, but I think we need to pivot back just real quickly to the worst run franchise. It's always a good comedic value for us throughout the year of just how fucking embarrassing uh, some of the squads are. Uh, I'm just going to go first here. I'm gonna I was going to say, lead us off, man. The Cardinals are 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 really really. Uh, high on uh, this list. I, I think they've got to hold the crown. I mean, the Browns are certainly going to be a contender in this, but uh, just with news this offseason, like Steve Wilkes in a lawsuit, ESPN reported that uh, he was he was told to use a burner phone to communicate with the GM who'd been suspended from football. Uh, you know, you got Kyler, had they put in his contract that he couldn't play video games uh, because <laughs> they realized he wasn't watching a film. Uh, you know, you've just got a general just absolute tank job going on there this coach seems like a complete moron uh just totally unsuited to have the temperament of a head coach gannon like fighting with press already pulling some college ships where where he won't announce the starting quarterback he lets lets go of mccoy like a week ago uh which just makes no sense whatsoever they're clearly tanking tanking. right yeah Yeah. Uh, i like how he said there's no way i'm gonna let you know who the starting quarterback is and then like two hours later it got leaked it leaked on twitter (laughs) yeah i just everything about arizona is i think a joke and i'm sorry if there are any cardinals fans alive in existence to listen to the trap draw but you are in for like a what are you going to do? You're going to go two and you know fifteen, and then have to move Kyler for the twenty five cents on the dollar so you can draft Caleb Williams? Like they're in a mess right now, and so we all knew that signing Kyler to that contract was a terrible decision when they did it, and it, it seems like the trap draw was one of the few places that was like, God, this is a terrible decision uh, because people were like, No, no, he's still like the seventh best quarterback in the league. Uh, no chance, man. That the Cardinals they they win this spot. Bad uniforms too, which bad is not yeah. cannot be overlooked. Bad aesthetic, bad stadium. I, Who wants to play? The global warming is going to make it tougher for them too. It's going to be 130 degrees there over the next few years. Come on, and even like the the Kingsbury era was just emblematic of what what did he really do to ever deserve that job? I, I just. Yeah, it's it's been bad. The the hard knocks last year. Who's the doofus up in the front office that ended up having to resign because he got a little? No, it was handsy, I think it was, Eddie, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, was that what it? Well, the, <laughs> yeah, the OC, and then they thought I don't know. Anyway, it's just it's it's a circus. It's it's been a circus now for for a, for a while. Bad. It's bad. Uh, would anyone have he's, another he's answer besides six and ten? Yeah. Besides the, Cardinals? I would say. Honorable mention, you have to throw uh, 
you'd have to maybe throw the Houston Texans or the, or the uh, commanders in there as well. Um, the commanders yeah, can't, can't even get a field down like a proper grass down on it's like one, of, one of the worst fields in the, in the, the country. And, you know, just like, the, the Texans being rife with racism and, and all kinds of things happening in the front office doesn't help. I feel like you're a big, you're a big Jack Easterby guy though. Poosh. <laughs> yeah. Huge Jack. He goes down guy. there now, you know, I was, um, I was honestly, I was trying to get, trying to get some lines to D'Amico and tell him not to do it, but he's a, it's his hometown team. You know, that's where he was, that's where he was playing. So, Jack Easterby has to be like one of the strangest stories in the history of the NFL, like that he was the <laughs> Patriots team chaplain and then somehow rose to be like the decision maker <laughs> to, with the Texans and then basically oversaw the total like dismantling of that franchise. And the quarterback turned out to be like one of the biggest sexual pervert weirdos in the whole like <laughs> NFL. This is all insane. And then the Browns traded for him. Said yes. gave him so much money. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I mean, I think you we, could probably throw the Jets up in there. I, the ones that yeah. I'm going to throw in there, like in like, I feel like the Jags, they're like inept, but then they get out of their own way. Or the Colts are like extremely. Like I really like Chris Ballard. I think mm-hmm. he's done bad things with the quarterback situation, but like he's pretty good talent evaluator otherwise. And Ursay is obviously a complete lunatic. Like I, I personally hate the Titans. I think they they never take any swings of any nature, which pisses me off more than anything. It's like at least the Browns take swings. The team that I just I I think I abhor everything that they stand for. The Bears. Yeah, I the just Bears can't have, do it. Uh, the, look, as a, someone who grew up a Bears fan, who has been sort of like indifferent the last ten years or so, like they have completely ruined what was like a really proud franchise. You know, even through like. 2006 when they made the Super Bowl and then the last 15 years have been just absolute complete ineptness like I, and I you think know, yeah that's where sucks it, all like, of it sucks like for me like that's where I get to like all right the Bears are you know like the Cardinals they have no legacy right there's nothing to like ruin the Browns are the Browns the Texans are an expansion franchise essentially like it and, and then then you get to the the Bears, and it's like you have this rich legacy, mm-hmm. downtown stadium, just soup to nuts, and they've just completely cool. shit the bed for the last decade. And the McCaskey family, like they're they're a disgrace. It's incredible. It's and true. now that like you know everybody's hot on them, and I think Justin Fields is going to fall on his face for the next two or three years. He'll probably come out hot this year, and then it's going to be it's going to be a, a disaster. He, he very well could. Very well could. I also think you got to throw the char- the Chargers and even the rate. I think the Raiders also deserve a mention for right just in that commander top. Let's not yeah. forget about the Commanders. No, nobody's yeah, mentioned the, com- the Jets yet either. <laughs> the Commanders that Commanders have been saved a little bit by Snyder's uh, final selling of the yes. team because I think yeah. they've probably been. I, I think over the last twenty years they've certainly been worse than the Cardinals in a lot of ways. Like the Cardinals at least had. Some runs of success and playoffs in the the Kurt Warner era and stuff, but uh, man, the the poor Commanders fans are. If there's any of them left, it's uh, it's got to be just a, such a like a Christmas morning for them this year to have Josh Harris and Mag- Magic Johnson walking around there, you know, talking about. I mean, they they ought to just go full rebrand, 
full, like, I don't even, maybe even new colors, like just sort of yeah. say, you know what, this is a totally different era. We're leaving that past behind. Do like one of those coaches things where you do like a stage an actual burial in the locker room and like bury the old. <laughs> I'm sure Jack Del, Jack Rio, Del Rio, Rio to do yeah. the axe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. There's so like bad franchises. There are Spano, I mean, you can't like Dean Spanos is, you can't give him a pass. Like he, he took the franchise yeah. out of San, San Diego and put it in Carson for like three years or whatever it was just completely alienated an entire fan base. Like all people I know in San Diego that are Chargers fans are, are utterly confused as to what to do with the team. They don't know whether to support it or, or hate it. Mm-hmm. They hate the owner, but they want to like the team, yeah. but it's in LA now. And it's just one and of their those. second fiddle in LA and they're not selling. They're not, <laughs> they, they selling have no home crowd. LA. They have yeah, no home is. crowd. Every time they play a team, it's the stadium is entirely the away team traveling traveling so so i was talking to somebody like the reason i won't say the raiders is because i think davis did something really smart in getting to las vegas i was talking to somebody played golf with somebody a couple weeks ago and he was saying that he bought season tickets to the raiders Mm -hmm. he's like it's it's like the most foolproof thing because every opposing team just comes in and you sell your tickets for like 10 X face value every week. And it's like, it's, he's like, I bought like six personal seat licenses and we have access to like 12 tickets and it's, <laughs> it's just like shooting fish in a barrel. It's crazy. Wow. That's I'm actually, smart. That's- I'm yeah. I'm more historical bias on that one, I suppose. And Mark Davis just having like, you know, the sickest haircut of all time, but I think it's just, <laughs> it's spoon. <laughs> I'm actually kind of high on the football team. They're that football team this year. Um, surprisingly, you just can't quit Jimmy. You just can't quit him. <laughs> it's not, it's not Jimmy. It's Aiden O'Connell, the backup. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> mark, oh, mark this. All you trap stoolies, mark this for when Aiden O'Connell overtakes Jimmy in like week eight. Wow. Real okay. quick, real quick. I think yeah. there's something to be said for the question KVV of. There's so many like complicated convoluted franchises in the NFL. Like there's not a whole lot of clean situations, right? Sure. It's like like I would imagine over the next 10 years the Broncos probably become pretty well run. Like yeah. They're just very well capitalized. They'll get out of their own way. You know, like the Lions seem to be doing that in a certain way. The who knows what the Panthers, but like Falcons are a great example. Like they go through these cycles of like people almost can't stop fucking up for two or three years and then they have a five-year run and then they make a mess again like it's you know like the rams are a great example of a team that's all right like it's it's this crazy like there's no foundation almost Mm -hmm. and you're just building this like opulent house on a total you know sand pit and then Mm -hmm. you know and then you just move the house down the street like it's 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 a weird deal like the giants probably five or six years ago the giants would have been yeah. Uh, a model franchise, right? If we were asking the same question. I, I do kind of like what the, the NFL did with the commanders, which was essentially say like to Snyder, you're going to sell to Harris. You're not going to like entertain this, like Brian Davis nonsense or whatever. <laughs> like you, you're going to put this in the hands of like an actual competent sports franchise owner who owns other franchises. And that's like that. Honestly, as as we found that you it does not affect the value of your franchise if you are shitty like you the chargers will probably sell for 5 billion dollars and they have been awful and they've been so poorly run and have such a like terrible situation so frankly the nfl ought to say like hey 
the money is the value here. You don't get to choose who you sell this to when your family, when the the patriarch dies and your kids are squabbling over to it, we'll get to choose. And then you can just split up the money because we're tired of like bad people getting involved in all this stuff. It's the Nepo babies. Get big. Hey everybody, Randy here, jumping in to thank another sponsor, and that is Whoop. This episode is brought to you by Whoop, the official fitness wearable of the PGA Tour. And if you don't know by now, Whoop is a sleek, screenless wearable that tracks your sleep, strain, recovery, stress, and more to provide personalized insights that help you reach your goals. So whether you're obsessed with squeezing out a little more effort in the gym, shooting your lowest score this summer, or getting those extra hours of sleep each week, Whoop helps you build better habits and make healthier choices. I love tracking my sleep and recovery, especially this time of year, very busy with travel. It's extremely interesting, not only to see you know, how certain routines affect both of those things, but also start to work to change some of my habits, you know, maybe not having that late night drink necessarily or, you know, trying to eat a little bit earlier. Those are all the insights that Whoop helps me with when it comes to my sleep and subsequently my recovery. And with features like strength trainer, stress monitor, you can finally track the intensity of your weightlifting or manage your stress levels with a real-time stress score and science-backed breathwork. Right now, you can try Whoop for one month free and unlock the best version of yourself. Head over to Whoop.com, that's W-H-O-O-P.com, to get started. Use code NLU to save 10% off your order at Whoop.com. Thank them for being a sponsor, and now let's get back to the episode. Uh, Let's do a little housekeeping just on the sense of uh, some rule changes, which I think we're going to see uh kind of pop up here and there this year uh there wasn't a big bunch of real changes but a couple of note all failed fourth down conversions will be reviewed uh by the booth how do we feel about that any any so only failed yeah only failed yeah okay which does seem kind of in conflict right like if there's a you're, you're sort of screwing the defense over if the uh if there's a controversial like successful one i guess you can still challenge it but what are the automatic review rules right now? Like what automatically gets reviewed? All scoring plays? All scoring plays. Anything under is it turnovers, under two right? Two nervous yeah, two. turnovers. Yeah. All turnovers. Uh I mean ultimately it seems like a good thing, right? Just those are sort of essential things. Uh, I don't know how you're gonna like when the Eagles come out and do their like tush push bullshit and you're you know have a contract like are we reviewing those kind of uh yeah. You know, spots like when there's just a like big what's mass reviewable, of what's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like so is is targeting, or is that just college? Or I think that's just just college. I don't think they can actually review. Which is sick. Uh, I, I think that I love that in college, where it's like, hey, yeah. like call it on the field, and then it goes to the booth, and then no, you're out of here. Get out of here, or come back in. Um, the second rule that I think is going to pop a bunch of people are going to be pissed because the you know, NFL doesn't always do a good job of like advertising this is that you can now be ruled for unsportsmanlike uh, conduct if your helmet uh, basically use your helmet to target any part of the body. So if you blow up someone's shoulder or someone's torso or someone's leg with your helmet, you will be flagged for that. Oh, that it, I- uh, God, I, uh, which I, I have to say, this is going to be a zoo. shit show. And this, this is, is also for offensive show. players as well. So in theory, the DeMar Hamlin hit that Higgins hit would have been flagged for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on Higgins. So 
I think this is completely unforceable. I find it to be such like concussion theater that the NFL is doing here. They have no actual like ability to keep these players safe. When two like large bodies come flying at each other at high speeds, there is no way to like purposely be like, oh, I'm going to like tilt my head to the side so that I don't actually like connect with this guy's torso, my shoulder pads, because that guy is also tilting to the side and just collisions are going to happen randomly that the defensive player in particular can do nothing to stop. And I find it to be totally ridiculous in that sense that this is how they think that this is a a way to sort of increase player safety. It just isn't football is violence and it's always going to be that way. So any part of the body. So let's say some guy like breaks his hand. You could say like, oh, you were targeting the quarterback's hand or. I mean, in theory, yeah. If the running back lowers his helmet to like. Yes, that will also be considered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like at what point do they go to the the soft, like the soft, squishy helmets or no helmets at all? Like you go watch Aussie rules football. mm -hmm. That's a bunch of big ass dudes (laughs) running into each other or rugby. Right. A bunch of big ass dudes running into each other. But you want to not leave with your helmet, then like don't have them strap up. 25 yep. pound a weapon on your head metal yeah. and plastic on their head so right? i think I you played, could make I an argument football. that, that I, it would sorry, be safer I, in some ways without helmets like because totally. of that i played fo- i played football and rugby in college and when i played rugby it the people asked me like oh is rugby way it seems more violent than football i was like no football is way more violent because when you have shoulder pads and a helmet you will go three times harder into a tackle and try to like hit somebody with all that padding on way more than you would if you were, you know, just going in there to try to make with the goal only to be, let's get the guy under the ground. It's, it's just, that's just the way that it is. You know, you have, you're covered in all this padding and the padding itself is hard plastic and metal and all these things. So it's like, it's just a more violent, sorry, my daughter's screaming in the background. It's just more violent. <laughs> She's so. upset about this rule too, Bush. <laughs> she wants football back in that. It's <laughs> bath time. So I don't even Shani, Shani. <laughs> How do you even like have a fullback on your team if this is like if you're actually going to target offensive players for like sort of lowering their head, right? Like you needed to sort of enact this rule from the ground up the way that, you know, like baseball did with the pitch clock of like, all right, we're going to start this in the minor leagues, whatever. Like you can't just sort of tell running backs like, oh, by the way, now we only basically run like chest up in football. And that's, you know, you can juke, but that's it. You can't like try to run guys over is a lead like a fullback lead play just like an obsolete play now because the fullback can't come up in the hole and lead like lead block. Push, it's anti shanny man. Like, oh. it's how, how do you decide? Like, if if use check comes and like you know smashes heads with that's, say the that's, best. That's you know, what he did to Neil, the best middle linebacker <laughs> in the in the league. Uh, it, who <laughs> and their helmets collide. Who do you throw the flag on? Who is initiated contact in that sense? Whoever the league wants to wants to penalize yeah. that that week. Right? I, I just think coaches are going to go loses, yeah. I've watched oh, the whole video on NFL. This is going to decide this. a game. Yep. It, it, I, you can just see like the first take. Mm-hmm. This is going to be such a shit show. And then Troy Vincent and the gang are going to be it, it, like it's like the whole thing's set up for disaster. But all that does is feed the mania and the madness. And people are talking about NFL, and it's like even the bad stuff leads to ratings and positivity yep. right yeah i guess oh, it'll be fighting and talking cool. about it so who knows um let's let's give a chance here for uh, any mea culpas that want to want to be thrown out here i know that uh you know 
we have a lot of fiery takes here and there. I've already thrown out a Justin Fields endorsement early in this thing, but any any fiery takes that you'd like to have back or double down on uh, going into the the year to come? Uh, I think John Herbert. I, I think I he continues to not show me anything wow. close right. to what Love he this. needs to show me to be. A, he, he he flat out doesn't look like a winner to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> go go win. That playoff performance was so bad. That was embarrassing. It was unbelievable. I, 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 I truly do not get it. I do not get it. I, I, I'm right there with you. I think my f- hatred of him, or, you know, I, I don't even mind Herbert. He's fine. He's like the s- seventh or eighth best quarterback. St- I, like, I want to like Staley. I do. Hmm. I just don't, like, I don't think he's got it. Right. Um, We'll see what happens with the offensive coordinator down there, Kellen Moore. Um, I think it's. I think that's an upgrade at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know. I think Bryce Young's too fucking little. Mm. Um, that's a new take. Oh. That's, sorry. This this is the mea culpa yeah. section. The field stuff. I'm gonna stick with it. I can't. I can't back off of it at this point. I could totally see him having a good year this year, but it's not a good three year stretch. Like he's not a he's not a sustainable quarterback in my opinion. Okay. I think he's a malcontent. I think he's going to get hurt. I don't think he goes through his progressions at all. Um, yeah, not my type of quarterback. My quarterback. Okay. Uh, any Jalen Hurts uh, Mayakopas? I want to throw out there. Mayakopas oh, there. Yeah, I, I think they've, oh, they've given him plenty of weapons. <laughs> Offensive line's awesome. Uh, Jalen Hurts, good, good quarterback. I would put him in the top ten at this point. Randy still doesn't make your top ten. Uh, I think he was, I think he was mm. like a fifteenth best quarterback, maybe. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm gonna withhold a mea culpa right now. I gotta see. I gotta see a lot of stuff this season. Uh, this this is a prove it season for for Jalen. Okay. He Randy, do you want to yeah. say anything about Jimmy G? Jimmy G. Whoa. Jimmy G is a winner. Flat out, oh, the guy is the anti Herbert. Is that what you're saying? This is exactly yeah, the guy wins football state. games. Like this is like an amnesty box, man. Like, mm. come on. <laughs> no, I guess I guess I'll put him in the same exact category with Hertz. We we got to see. You know what? What if he goes to Oakland and goes, you know, ten and seven this year? Michael Mayer just feeds. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm definitely willing to apologize on Jimmy G. Just not at this moment. And same for Jalen, quite frankly. You know, if I, I just, I, I certainly haven't watched every Eagles game. The Eagles games I do watch. I'm hopeful we can get you to watch one this year. The, yeah. Like, because yeah. last year your I, take I was the playoff game. I haven't watched any of his games, but I won't watch his highlight tapes. So therefore, he's just not a winner. Well, it's just so stinks. unappealing. It's so unappealing. <laughs> oh, and that playoff game? Get out. Guys, like, real, qu- real quick. <laughs> Randy, uh, <laughs> Randy spent like, Twenty-eight dollars on Anthony Richardson in our in our fantasy <laughs> league in the auction. Like it was oh, unbelievable. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. Wow! Because we played two quarterbacks, and the second quarterback slots truly like uh, you can play any position in there. I I think Anthony Richardson's like essentially a fifteen hundred yard running back this year, who will all throw some a few touchdowns. I I wow. do not. I, that is not an endorsement of him as a quarterback. That is just a, a stat accumulator. <laughs> if he's a success, I I just want to throw out the book on like we do not know how to evaluate quarterbacks. Like it is just you, a foreign thing. You hate thing. the Colts. 
so much. <laughs> you I, hate the fucking Colts. I don't think the Colts are as well run as everyone believes. You always I, say like they're just they they don't develop anyone. <laughs> they no, they so don't. Poorly run. <laughs> All right, my one that I'm sticking to, Push, I think we still need to get to. Let me go to you first. What Any mea culpas or any doubling down? I'll make, I'll throw the mea culpa out on, on Zach Taylor. Oh, uh, my the, gosh. Push. Wow, this him, is a I'll moment. Him, Come here, let me I'll give you a hug. Let me give you a hug. I'm not going to give him, I'm not going to give him any credit for, for being some sort of offensive genius, but I will say that he has created a, a good culture up there and I thought last year that they were going to take a step back. I did think that in that injuries were going to play a ma- massive part in that just because of how deep they've gone for the last couple of seasons and it he managed to get through a lot of those those injuries. I mean the chase injury that they kind of overcame and the Mixon Mixon was I think pretty banged up for a lot of the season. Yeah. Seemed to get through it and you know, he kept kept the defensive coordinator uh, Anaruma around. That's big. Um, yeah. I'm shocked he kept didn't the pieces get together. So I'll give that. I'll give Zach Taylor some credit for that. That's right. that's huge, Poosh. And I, you know what, Poosh, I'm enjoying the hell out of that bottle of gin you sent me uh, for being wrong about the Bengals over under win total. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Guys, real quick, uh, Joe Burrow in our auction went for twenty six dollars, and Justin <laughs> Herbert went for TC thirty. And hold on, hold on, Lamb Lamb went for twenty eight, and and uh, Anthony Richardson went for twenty three. Wow! I, I told I can see the, I can I see totally the meme missed, already. Wow! I totally missed the Joe Burrow version of the auction. I that you you know I would have bid that up had I been in there. Uh, my one take I'm a double down is I think that Jared Goff uh, renaissance is real. I think that uh, the Lions are are legit. I was certainly like late in the year was like, you know what, guys, Jared Goff's having a great, great season. Uh, and so I, I'm going to continue to say that uh, he, he's probably going to be the best quarterback in that division. You know, Fields and, uh, you know, and Jordan Love and what's his name in Minnesota? Like, God, I can't remember now. Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Exactly. Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Uh, not a lot of great competition there to go up against, but uh, I'm, I'm a believer that Jared Goff has figured it out. Last one, Guys, I, I, got, will, I, I will raise yeah. my hand. I think two is going to have a really good season. Wow. Oh, God, TC, no thank you. <laughs> I, two is not going to be. Sorry, this. Randy. He's going to be six games. games. <laughs> two, two is seriously. He's been it, doing like jujitsu this offseason, dog. <laughs> I mean, learning how to fall. <laughs> what the Tom Brady school of learning? Yeah, of learning how to relax. Tom Brady, new new here. Delta strategic advisor. Yeah, Ed he Bastian was, bringing him. He was in. telling people they should watch that that uh, movie about uh, like uh, child trafficking too. You know, it's really yeah. important. He said so. He's got his got his priorities it's important straight. Stuff, KBB. Yeah. Come on. Hey, why why would I question it? Obviously, um, I, uh, all right. <laughs> I, I I was just thinking one more. I was not a believer at all in Geno Smith last year. And, and I'll actually walk that back. He KBB, I think maybe you were on it at some point, yep. but yep. I, I dismissed Geno as this is a hot stretch. And he, he had a really good season. I don't know if I'm super confident he can back that fully up this year, but uh, I, I don't mind Geno. I, I wish him nothing but the best. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks in the prove it column this year. I think this is what it is. Yeah. You can throw the you can throw fields, 
Gino, Tua, you know, all those guys. Russ, Purdy. I've just totally come around on the Seahawks. I feel like the Seahawks are like, they're leaning into what they are, and it's like, man, I respect it, right? They've whiffed on some draft picks. They have their own draft board, but you know what? I respect it. It's the same thing with Vanilla Vic. In, uh, <laughs> that, that might be my one mea culpa is that he was a little better than I thought. I thought he sucked and he had a, a decent season, got him to the playoffs. Like they, I, but I still give Dabble most of the credit for that, who is one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. But I feel like like the O line is going to be better this year. Saquon's going to be motivated. They brought in Darren Waller. You know, they drafted Jalen Hyatt. Like I feel like they got some pieces mm-hmm. in New York. I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see what Vanilla Vic does. Real deal player. Um, let's bang through some uh, awards predictions. We never did quite do this, uh, I think, uh, last year, uh, but I think it's a, a sort of a fun way to sort of go through. Um, Randy, I'm going to start with you. Who's going to be your coach of the year, I think, in the NFL? Brian Dabble won it last year, uh, the aforementioned uh, Giants coach. What, uh, what would you say would be a, a chance to win it this year? I, th- I think. I know this is going to come back to burn me, but I'm looking at Dan Campbell. I love the Lions. Mm. I, I'm thinking of a team that's going to, you know, make a little jump. I think going to win their division, get into the playoffs. I don't know. That tends to be. I, I just think the Lions' narrative by the end of the year is going to push the Dan Campbell candidacy to Coach of the Year. I, I'm trying to think of not only like a team that's going to make a leap, but like the narrative that's going to build around it. And that's where mm-hmm. I settled. Okay. Like that. Push coach of the year. Hmm. I think, I think I'm going to have to go with Mike McDaniel. Hmm. I think that because with the fan, the hire of Fangio, he's really solidified the, the biggest weakness on that team, which is the, obviously the defense last year. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that that award goes. It's like, Fresh team, the fresh. I mean, this is all based on Tua having to say, stay healthy. But they want to give it to the fresh, the fresh face. They want to give it to somebody new. They don't generally like double up on it. They never gave it to Shanny. They're never going to give it to Shanny. So right. they're not going to give it to like Andy Reid, right? They're going to right. They're not going to give it to Andy Reid for you know whatever he's whatever he's doing. So it's going to go to somebody that isn't a per- perceivably worse situation that overachieves essentially. And that also means you're down on the Jets and the Bills. Like, like the Bills are probably one Josh Allen injury away from collapsing, and then who knows what happens. I am kind of down on the the Bills. I think that they're 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 flirting with the end of a a, a cycle run here. Yeah, yeah. Or their window. Stefan Diggs throwing some fits last year was not a good sign of like yeah. uh, all is well up here. TC coach of the year. I'm gonna go with Zach Taylor. I think they win the Super Bowl, Ooh. and I think Ooh. I think he gets a kind of a hey, here's your prize for the last three years. What a what a Ooh. what a coming around moment for you to yeah. say it, this. And it doesn't even mean that. Like, listen, I thought that the best <laughs> thing that Zach Taylor did last year was kind of you know ease up on the steering wheel and say, okay. hey, I'm not the best schematic mind out there, and I give him a lot of credit for it. Right? I think he's a he's a great culture guy, great. Great CEO, right? I don't think he's a great offensive mind, but at this point he doesn't have to be, and they're turning the offense over. Randy, like this is me shaking your hand, man. Like we're we're I, I know. Let's uh, I think Poosh just a big group hug at this point. Like let's <laughs> let's bring it in. Kumbaya, baby. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, like like you know what? Like I would say Art Smith. I think I think the Falcons are gonna 
they're doing they're kind of zagging while everybody else is zigging but i don't think they're gonna be quite good enough to like get the notoriety or anything like that and then i don't think they're gonna be good enough on defense but exactly and and you know everybody's expecting them to kind of win a bunch of shootouts here but i don't know it'll it'll be really interesting i think i like the mcdaniel pick you know i think some of it comes down to like how you feel about the jets Right. That's probably yeah. like, yeah. I would say like, I mean, like, like who would be the odds on favorite at this point to win it? Well, I think my pick was going to be Dennis Allen. Cause I think super, the saints are going to be sort of a sneaky, uh, you know, bad division, bad division good good they, defense. Uh, they're, they're defense. really hard to beat at home. Yeah. So, you know, they chalk up six, seven wins there. Uh, they get four more on the road or something. And all of a sudden they're a playoff team. I also think they kind of reward coaches who've been bad previously and then like turn around a squad. So, you know, he's, uh, I think they have a better quarterback situation there now. Uh, yeah. And I think it's, uh, you know, good it's, skills. It's, yeah. The good skill guys good. there and stuff. It's, uh, so that would be my, my pick. I could kind of see Frank Reich falling into that same category mm-hmm. with the Panthers mm-hmm. of really good defense. Yeah. Um, you know, Brian Burns and some like really good secondary. Who's holding out? You could, uh, yeah. I, I think they'll get it figured out. Um, I, think he, I think it was back to back in pads today. But like that's that's where it's like the NFC South to me is just like, all right, man. Like this could be very very interesting division. Yeah, the Bucks seem to be refusing so, to like tear it down. Well, just quickly to sprinkle in some odds. Actually, Dan, I didn't I, hand to God. I did not know it. He's he's the odds on favorite now. Closely is followed he the favorite by, or um, odds on favorite. Sean That's Payton. true. Solly's yeah. probably pulling his hair out. Yeah, he's just <laughs> favorite. And then Sean Payton's right behind him, which, yeah, if if Denver grabs a wild card, that's God. That's going to be a very Sean Payton yeah. Coach of the Year award. Although yeah, Goodell might, Goodell might step in. And, <laughs> Goodell might put a stop to that. Uh, from what we learned after reading Rick Sham's excellent uh, profile of Payton and his ongoing feuds with the league, so. Or at least Peyton yeah. will feel like that's the case. If- Pey- Peyton kind of reminded me of myself, if I'm being honest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like, TC, where are the landmines, man? Find the landmines, <laughs> avoid them, quit seeking them out, focus. Right. I like that. Okay. Uh, all right, let's move on to MVP. Uh, who, the Holmes won it last year. Uh, pretty undisputed, uh, I think, in, in picking him. Uh, who, who is potential MVP this year? Joe Burrow. Hands down. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a homer. I think it's whoever is the quarterback of the number one seed of the of the AFC, and I'm going to pick the Bengals for that, so I'm going to go with Burrow as well. I don't want to just pick Burrow, even though it seems like an obvious choice. And I and this is not by any means who I think is the, is the most valuable player, but I do think that there's a lot of Jalen Hurts steam. Mm. So if if the Eagles once again kind of go deep or are they do have another a schedule that's pretty easy again this year, even though they're playing a first place schedule, it's not a super crazy difficult schedule. I think he can, he has a lot of buzz around him right now. There's like, like so many of those lists have him as like the third or fourth ranked quarterback in the league right now, which I find crazy. Anybody want to go to bat for lamb lamb, new offensive coordinator, (sighs) new weaponry, Potentially healthy J.K. Dobbins, new contract, KBV. I'm looking at you. 
I I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching a lot of Lamb this year. I, I watched a lot of him the last two years. I, I was I'm more of a skeptic now than I was at the beginning of his career, just because I just did not like the sort of pouting that he did last year a little bit, and uh, you know the sort of the hearing some things about his work ethic. I mean, I think he's probably pretty motivated this year, but um, you know, I need to see that he can process a, a high octane offense. I mean, I think he's shown that he can in limited things, but he also, it's not just that it's that he has to, he has to learn how to fall and not roll over his ankle. He has to, he hasn't played a, a full season since his MVP season. So, you know, how is he going to stay healthy? And it's not just necessarily that he runs around a lot. It's that he gets sacked and he tries to sort of turn plays into like, the thing that makes him great is he can turn any play into a huge play. But also he extends way more plays than that, so he ends up getting caught and tangled up in in different, you know, kind of bad situations like that. I just don't know that I believe that he's going to be healthy all year. Uh, I, I was going to pick Burrow. My dark horse would be, and this, this is for you, Pooch, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think he could run for fifteen hundred yards and then catch another, you know, eight hundred thousand yards if he if you know they're really trying to kind of. It's a whole year in an offensive guru's uh, offense. I mean, he was really good last year, just in the limited time that they had him. So, uh, with a full so, off season of game planning as well, yeah. it's hard to right. win a MVP though, as if you're non-quarterbacking. Yeah, that's why it's like kind of yeah. so no, so no Mahomes. I think yeah, Mahomes is still probably the favorite, but we're trying to. But he's but, got less weapons. Kelsey yeah. potentially hurt as well. Um, Nobody's going out on a limb for for Herbert. I think Trevor could oh. be a dark horse candidate with Calvin. I swear to God, like it, it's going to be predator shit down here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Etn, like he's got like I, I'm a little bit worried about the offensive line, especially with Cam Robinson's PED suspension. Mm-hmm. But like Walker Little, I, I don't know. I think we can tape over it and do a bunch of play action and some boots and stuff. I, I'm telling you, I think I think Calvin Ridley might be a 1,700 yard receiver Ooh. this year. Wow, so Riddler! All right. I mean, I think Josh Allen's obviously a candidate. That's why I said it's like honestly, if the Jaguars hit expectations and get a number one seed, like yes, Trevor Lawrence. I, I really think it's going to come down to the the number one seed in the AFC, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, defensive player of the year. We'll just kind of maybe throw out your defensive and offensive players of the year. Uh, if you, if you feel like that doesn't cover your MVP pick, uh, cause it often they give that to somebody else who didn't win the MVP. I'm going to go with miles Garrett. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to play on a decent team this year. I think they're probably going to be improved and Watson will kind of have his shit together. I still think the coach is, a, is a doofus, but, mm-hmm. uh, I think he'll be motivated. He'll be, He'll be ready to roll. I think he probably comes close to 20 sacks. Poosh? Uh, I think it's probably going to be Micah Parsons, Poosh Parsons, as we call him. But um, <laughs> I don't I, – I hate the Cowboys. It's hard for me to, to say that. But I do think if he stays healthy, it's hard. There's just so much – it's the same thing. The narrative behind him is, is too strong at this point that, you know, the media is behind him and that they, you know, they, they think he's one of the – two or three best players overall in the, in the NFL. So it, the fact that he hasn't, he didn't win last year. I think he's both is obviously probably eliminating himself after winning last year, unless he does something like crazy and has like 
20 plus sacks. I think it's going to end up being Parsons. It just feels impossible for like a secondary dude to, yeah. to win it, too, right? You'd have to yeah. get 10 picks, which just doesn't happen that really anymore. Because if you're, yeah, because you don't, guy. you don't even get thrown at. Yeah. If you're, mm-hmm. yeah. you're good. Uh, looking at the DraftKings odds, the only secondary dude is Sauce Gardner, who's mm-hmm. among, it, it's like all DNs besides that. That would basically have to be a bunch of like crazy, you know, advanced analytics basically saying, hey, like quarterbacks aren't even spending any time reading that side of the field, right? I mean, Revis won it, right? When uh, he was, I think, one of the years he was. But to push his credit, like that's, you know, that's just media narrative. And then it sets the table for that, which I guess Gardner Mm -hmm. has that to an extent. Yeah. The hard knock shit will help. Like, you know. Because like wow. I think Sertain is a better player than Sauce Gardner is, but playing at Denver, he doesn't quite get the same level of uh, media scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.J. Watt would be my only other candidate. I mean, he could he could set the sack record uh, this year, and I think that's an, an easy way to win the you know the whole deal. So, um, offensive player of the year. It, like, think, uh, like, what is the offensive player of the year? I think it's just a non-quarterback, basically. Yeah. Like, they don't, you know, it's they don't give it to. So, like, Jefferson won it last year. Uh, so McCaffrey is probably the favorite, right? Yeah, I would, I would think or Jefferson probably, again, yeah. or Chase if he comes out firing. Yeah, could could like a bat, not a. I mean, could somebody like Justin Fields conce- conceivably win offensive player of the year? And not really be considered in the MVP race. That's a good point. Like the Bears could go seven and yes. ten. He could throw for thirty five hundred yards and rush for whatever I said, you know, twelve hundred, and then throw for thirty touchdowns and run for ten, fifteen more. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I think you would write like the media narrative would have to be like drumming that up. Like, oh, the only reason the Bears are competitive is because Fields is keeping him in the game, even though he's thrown for fifty four percent of his passes completely. What if it's Anthony Richardson? Then Randy will win your fantasy league. He runs for like 2,400 yards, but like doesn't complete a pass or something. You know, I'll I'll have to offer a couple about the Colts if Anthony Richardson is the offensive uh, rookie of the year. So, as much as I love Jamar, and I do love Jamar, and it could be Jamar, it like Justin Jefferson just does stupid stuff up in Minnesota. I, I feel like. Tough to tough to get past him. Yeah, Although like McCaffrey, if he's, if he's healthy, yeah. I mean, Dalvin's gone, and they drafted a receiver who could cut into his target share because Thielen was kind of washed at the end there. But it also I don't think Dalvin's they want to give two point is gone. Yeah, I just don't think they want to give Christian like that heavy of a workload between his injury history and needing him for a playoff run. It seems like he's not going to accrue the stats to to get all the way there. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to move on to some. I think we can maybe revisit since we're doing more of these this year. Rookies, the Tyree year, so Wilson, the middle of the year. Tyree I think Wilson, Tyree Wilson is going to be a fucking predator. Okay, I think I think Bijan Robinson is going to be a stud. Uh, I think you know it's it's hard to find generational running backs anymore because fewer guys are playing it. The NFL doesn't do it, but uh, I like his a lot. Uh, I'm so. just saying Tyree Wilson playing opposite Max Crosby. You know, I, I don't know. I th- I think he's going to be. Fucking racking them up out no. there. I think if it's not Bijan, it's gonna be it's got to be somebody like maybe Gibbs in the Lions system, uh, Jameer Gibbs, 
or it could be uh, Smith and Jigba up in Seattle. I think playing in that slot position with, in that offense could be a big year. It's kind of a scary, scary group up there. So you might lack the most important ability. Sorry, I totally skipped through offensive rookie of the year and straight went to Tyree Wilson. Totally, I'm totally fine. I think we're going to revisit <laughs> the offensive and defensive rookies of the year just cool. in, in mid year to sort of uh, save time. So we'll do a check in on that because uh, I know we got a we got a draft uh, as well as this. But um, just a few loose questions on it. Hit on uh, a third of you know some potential records at hand. Will Will Justin Jefferson break? Megatron's single season record for yards, which is 1,964. Yay or nay? He's probably due for an injury of some sort, just to be mm-hmm. nicked up a little bit. It's a lot of yards. You got to, what? Yeah. It's like 150 or something, 160 a game that you got to catch uh, that. I mean, you have to be like, not only be like truly unstoppable, but be targeted all the time, which, you know, I, I don't know. If, if Justin Jefferson was playing with, you know, Patrick Mahomes, I could say yes, but I think uh, Kirk Cousins, I'm just, I'm not sure I quite buy uh, a 2,000 yard season. And like, I feel like Osborne took a step forward. They've got Hawkinson now, they've got Addison. I don't know if Madison's any good, but he's, he may be better than Dalvin as far as pass blocking and stuff. I don't know. It just seems like there's more mouths to feed now. Yeah. Uh, will Cooper Cup break the receptions record? Uh, no. It is 147. He was on pace, excuse me, 149. He was on pace for 147 last year before he got hurt. No. Seems like he's already hurt this year, right? Yes. It has like a hamstring uh, thing. So yeah. uh, poor Cooper yeah. Cup, who's like truly a, so much fun to watch run routes, but uh, is little enough to where I think this is, he's going to get be banged up like for the rest of his career. This is. That would be my prediction. Uh, Miles Garrett, will he break the sack record, which is 22 and a half? Or will someone else? That's so many sacks. It really is a lot of sacks. I think, I mean, it, I think it, it's it's one of those three guys. If it's it's him, Watt, maybe Parsons, if, they, if he plays full-time down there, those are the type of guys that, you know, the, the problem with I think the problem with is it, it with those guys is whether or not their offenses are good enough because it's like a, a big part of getting the sack record is 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 if you're playing from playing ahead from ahead it's mm-hmm. like you know the other teams in in a in a passing down that's a, that you know they're gonna have to throw the ball and you can just get off the ball and go and rush the passer where it's if they're playing in these low scoring games you can't just I can see that. That's where I would see Bosa and like Parsons would probably have a better chance at it than like Watt or Chris Jones or, you know, uh, Garrett is because like the Cowboys might suck, but I think they're also like they have a good quarterback in theory and they have the potential to, their ears back. you know, scare 35 points a game. So, and Parsons, I think Parsons would probably be my best bet who would do it because they just couldn't move him around. Like he doesn't necessarily have to play on one end. He can, they could freaking blitz him up the middle. They can, you know, have him yeah. pretend like he's dropping into coverage and then go in after the QB. So, well, they have a they have Demarcus Lawrence on the other side. So it's it's a, a situation where you can't necessarily just double team him every play and and leave Lawrence on an island all the time. I mean, you can, but it's like that's a stronger second second. I mean, that also could be the fact could be something the way that he's taken away the sacks from Parsons as well, but. The balance there is tough. Yep. KVV, question yes. for you. Hit me. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers, does it work or does it not work? I think it works, but it is not without its headaches or controversies uh, where, you know, Aaron Rodgers has, he can be very personable. He can be very fun to interview. He can uh, be a sort of a content machine and he can also get very prickly, very quickly when things don't go his way. He spent his whole career in a place that doesn't have uh, apologies to the green Bay media, like a lot of critical uh, media in part, because like if he cuts you off, like you done. are kind of a, in a bad place in that beat, right? Because there's not, you know, he's the story and always was the story up there, but it was, you know, there, there was a story about where he, I remember when I was writing about him, where he basically, he, someone wrote something about him. And I think it was something about his personal life. And it was like for one of the local papers in Wisconsin. And he was basically like, I'm not going to speak to you for an entire year. And he wouldn't even acknowledge the guy for an entire year. And then when a year was up to the day, he was like, Hey Bob, how you doing? <laughs> It's like, that's what a weirdo grudge holder he is. Like he, and so there's people in New York who live for that antagonizing that kind of stuff. Like the, the New York post back page is like salivating at the idea of like shitting all over Rogers if they start like four and four. So I think they want to start a feud with him. Yes. Basically. Cause it'd just yeah. be like good for, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't really always believe the whole, like, it's harder to play in New York than some cities, but it's harder to play in New York and Philly than it is a lot of cities. Like it's it's well, not it's it's harder to play in New York when you're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Not necessarily harder to play in New York when you're vanilla Look, Vic. Right? It, New York media is a lot like the English media where like they will like boost you and cheerlead the shit out of you when it's going well, and then they will just absolutely attack you when it's not going well. And so uh I think like I think it'd be a cliff kind of the Jets have like some train wreck potential. I, I just think they're probably going to be good. And I'll probably be sitting here saying, like, yep, Aaron Rodgers went 13 and four, and you know, now he's got a chance to prove in the playoffs that he he's not a playoff bum like he's been in the last few years. But there's also a real chance they could go freaking eight and ten or eight and yeah, eight where's and the seven. risk? Like yeah. where's like is it is it Wide receiver injuries? Is it the offensive line? His offensive line, yeah, okay. that just won't be able to protect him, and not being, and he's just, you know, he's a year older. Like he's, he didn't look great. He just, you know, I think we talked about this last year. He didn't throw for three hundred yards in a single game last year, which is crazy to think about. Like one of the great quarterbacks of all time who had to throw a lot to be in games didn't throw for three hundred yards, which is just, I, I don't know, it's baffles my mind uh so i i just i love listen i wish we could go back in time and he and i could like talk about psychedelics together instead of like covid concerns because he's clearly talking like a man who is has had some enlightenment uh in recent years which great i'm all for that and i think it would have been fascinating maybe i'll take a trip up there and say hey Aaron, i want to sit down and talk to you for the trap draw and talk about psychedelics uh you and a Raj becoming yeah. thick as thieves would be fucking yeah. sick it would be sick, uh, you, you know but yeah. Are you know. are you pro Garrett? Like, so I, I feel like Tyler Conklin is going to be a massive security blanket, mm-hmm. and Garrett Wilson. Are you pro Garrett? Like, he seems like a stud, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they, uh, and I, as I said, I love I love Salah. I think he's a great coach. He would make yeah. me want to run through a wall. Like, I think they have a lot of good pieces there. It's just you know, how has Hard Knocks been? I haven't watched it yet. I'm like waiting till snippets of it. It's fine. You know, it's uh, it's, yeah, fun. yeah, it makes really. Rogers seem very likable i will say that like he's much i think it's like made a lot of Mission people accomplished right switch yeah switch their stance on him pretty quickly yeah. he's a salesman man he knows how to like you know 
he knows how to feed certain narratives about himself, whether it's conscious or unconscious or whatever. Yeah. He's can be really personable and make you want to like him when he shines that light on you. But man, when he turns it like in a bad way, like it's, he's a weird dude. We'll get down to the new coaching hires and stuff. Two more questions on just like weird stuff. Aaron Donald, is he in LA at the end of the year or not? Uh, because I feel like that's a pretty like, yeah, big question. I think no. I I think though it's so hard the NFL to like trade for that kind of contract, right? Like, how much of his bonus would they have to eat uh, if they traded him? I just you know he's talked about retiring. I, you'd have to sort of entice him to the right situation and, and have him restructure. I would think, right? I, it just doesn't seem like an easy fit for some team that's but you know it's push what do you think i think he probably is but then i think he he'd i think he'd probably rather get through the year and then retire at the end of the year but it's like Mm -hmm. i i think if you're the rams ideally you'd probably you'd probably deal get rid of that get rid of that contract and just try to try to tank for caleb williams and just you know try to lose as many games as you can this year try to get as close to number one as you can all right that was that was my yeah. The bill come due on the Rams, you know, like totally. they've just basically said, like, fuck the draft. Like, we're going to, you know, go all in. They won their Super Bowl. And now, like, how long is that cycle of we're not going to be any good for, you know, and like that, that was what was so weird about Sean coming back, mm-hmm. you know, of there was that fawning article. I don't know if it was in Athletic or ESPN of just his it was like, yeah, like the fact that he's questioning whether he wants to to come back and coach us is that's, that's just a sign of his humility and of how, <laughs> how much we lie. And I was like, what the fuck am I reading here? Like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm as big of a Sean guy as anybody, but it, it was, it was a little bit uh, patronizing almost. I will say that winning that Super Bowl was, you know, the tonic for that, that franchise, because yeah. if they don't win that Super Bowl, like, I mean, what 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 they're saying about Shanny trading trading three picks away for for Trey Lance? I mean, they traded you know years and years and years of first 10. round picks. Yeah. yeah, and none of the guys are still on the team either. It's like Jalen Ramsey and Von Miller and all these guys that they traded to 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 win that Super Bowl are you know outside of Stafford, they're all gone. So, who yeah. should we have a quick discussion about the Trey Lance thing? I feel like you know that it's been <laughs> yeah. the topic of love to. thread all off season. Gotta address it. I feel gotta like it's it. time to address it. I'm just going to turn the floor over to you because uh, I know the trap stoolies have been going at you pretty good uh, about waiting for First, your answer on this. So. Yeah, love to, love to. Uh, welcome back, Randy. Good to see you. Um, <laughs> you, well, you know, first of all, I feel like you owed us an apology back in the former section. <laughs> okay, I owe you. I will say. Okay, just let me start from the top. Listen, the trap stoolies. When you, if I, if I only lived on Twitter, we need a better name be a, for that. I, by a, the way, a, I know we'll fi- we'll figure it out. It would be it would be a tough tough world to live in. I went out to the real world this this summer. Traveled all around this great country. So many people coming up to me, thanking me for my football take, saying "Poosh." I love your football takes. This is disgusting. You're the best. Tears in their eyes. Tears in their eyes. Shaking my hand, thanking me for my outstanding football takes. And I'm just so glad that I was able to meet those people. All you out there, thank you. Was this Irish groupies that were saying this? Because I don't know. (laughs) This is really no man. There's there's no. There's literally zero crossover here. 
So, <laughs> um, so, okay. The, the process people, people, you know, crapping on the process, crapping on Shani for not being able to evaluate a quarterback. Okay. They, they are at, I think they were at what? 12 in the draft. I think right around 12, 11, 12. They, Shani realizes, Hey, listen, I like Mac. I like Mac Jones. I would, I would select him in this draft. I would draft Mac Jones. Which God, Pooja, yeah. I thought we were. I thought we were trying to dig our way out of this. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Well, listen. Where, I gave whether him the or not, floor for a full, whether or not Mac Jones another quarterback in a in a prove it year. Mac Jones, you never know. If he's in Shani's system, you never know. He likes Mac Jones, whether or not you agree with that or not. They make the decision. Listen, we think that there's too many teams in front of us, including the Patriots, that we're going to move up that can take Mac Jones ahead of us. So, and they had intel. They move up to three. Obviously, they pay they pay two, they pay two firsts, and they swap the third one. So they move up to three. They get up to three. They're able to evaluate all the quarterbacks. The I, I from what I understand, Lynch and some of the other guys in the front office fall in love with Trey Lance. Okay, they convince Shani to take Trey Lance. He's a project. He's raw. Hasn't played any football. We're absolving Shani. Wow. We're absolving. So, we, and, so, and this is all stuff I would tell Poosh, and he'd be like, "No, dude, no, dude. He, he's, he's, he'll be a." Listen, quick, I fell in quick. love with the traits. I fell in love with the traits. I'll be the first to admit it. And I'll apologize. You're deep fever. You were in the deep. I was, state. I was a deep. I was. I maybe I went a little too deep into my. I don't even know if I can go this deep with you, Poosh. <laughs> no, you didn't. I don't think you did. It was too deep. But you know what? I, I, I watched. I watched the pro day. Fell in love with the traits. Just. The, I think it was more the enchant the enchantment of what could be if we had you high know, level this, traits, right? This, right, this right? High level traits. High level traits. offense high, is like we're talking high, high level from Fargo and just, was, just exactly. Crash. I was like, this guy's got a cannon. He can run. Like, imagine what Shani could do with this. It's amazing. So he's played three games in the last eight years. <laughs> maybe that was a blessing because then I, you know, the blessing was that he hadn't we hadn't seen him in the blessing and the curse because you could only imagine what he was going to do because you hadn't seen any bad play really so obviously they get the guy he's raw i think he's way more raw and didn't quite have the processing speed that they were they were looking for first year they're like he's not ready we need to win they jimmy beats him out in camp they, they play jimmy you know he has a couple of games where he plays all right he comes in he's just still looking a little frazzly they give him the reins they all off season second year they basically say jimmy's gone give him the reins he comes in and breaks his ankle on the fifth, you know, the fifth quarter of play, right? So the the year that they were giving him, which uh, all last year they were giving him to kind of play, get snaps, get the experience to play into it, doesn't happen. He doesn't get it. Jimmy, we go, yeah. obviously we go through the whole thing, Jimmy and, and Brock. They were so confident year, in him. They were running RPOs like in right, right. left well, in that first game. They knew that they were trying to win the game. They still, they knew that he can't, he was not going to sit in the pocket and throw, throw the ball and win the game that way. So they're like, well, how are we going to win these games? We've got to run. So, how are we going to beat Justin Fields if we don't run the ball in this game? In a monsoon. Yes. Well, that's how bad it was. So anyway, okay. they, they, so we get, you know, this year, you have the whole off season, Signed Darnold because Shani's going, listen, we have, I don't necessarily know if this guy's got it. Okay. That's the, the, the truth of the matter. They give him the opportunity to beat out Darnold and actually Brandon Allen. And he didn't really, he didn't, he just didn't do it. He just didn't have it. You watch the preseason games. It's just not there. The, the ability to like 
diagnose what's happening, the confidence to just let go of the ball. It was like flashes of things. It just wasn't this, there. They traded feels, the Cowboys. This feels like court. when someone, when a guy loses the election, and like the advisors are like, "Oh, we knew he'd never had it all along, but we really we had to we sell it the whole precincts. time. We, These we knew that, that it was not coming through Bucks County. He just didn't have the votes. Like you can't, you can't, you couldn't say either one because you can obviously you can say, listen, he he, there's not enough tape. You can say the. That was the big the big miss was listen he just didn't play enough football in college that, that for you to take him at that position it was is reckless which that's a fair fair counterpoint. I feel know? like at the end of the day the thing was because you've you've even lost me at this point and I'm like the biggest Shannon guy ever. <laughs> the thing was like they fucking picked the wrong year to go all in. It they was did a shitty quarterback draft and like that's the bottom line. Hundred percent in retro. They picked in the wrong guy, but they pro- back. but like. Like the there chances were they were probably going right? to pick the wrong guy, right? No, I don't right? think there the, was. I, I think there was one guy in that draft. Lawrence, was, what Brock? Well, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence was in one. that same draft. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, thought, I thought this was the draft and after. Went, Lawrence. And then it was, okay. and then it was Wilson. So, I, all the people are like, "Oh, he could have taken Fields." It's like, no, dude. Like, like I've said, Fields. This is the Shanny offense. It's like you have to be able to diagnose fast it's everything is quick ball it's like boom 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 and that's why purdy works there because he's played four years that's that's his strength he's really quick operator he can diagnose what's happening really fast he's a really really smart game operator and so we ended up with the right guy so it's like you know whatever you say the process maybe we, we lucked into it okay whoop-de-doo we got the right guy like if brock purdy comes out and balls out this year like how many games is he going to play? Ball. Seven and a half, a quarter. Yeah, come on. We got to at least get to 17 before we can declare that he's the right guy. I, I believe in Purdy. I think he's, he's good at going progressions. He's got a stronger arm than people think. Uh, he handled pressure pretty well. I would have loved to have seen him uh, healthy in that championship game. would have been fun. But A lot of people, I, I, there's way too many people, I don't think, way too many analytics people coming at him saying he's – you know, this and that. I think if you watch the tape. Steven I'm, Ruiz I'm ranked it 30, 32nd in the like, 32nd or yeah. 33rd. Yeah. I mean, so we don't need to talk about be, Ruiz here. Take that. There's so many Ruiz people who fall in love with Nate Tice hates arms. him. It's bad. There's so many wow. people who fall in love with just raw arm skill. And that is not what playing quarterback is all about. Like, it 100%. is about no, understanding progressions, it is about leading receivers into space. It's about understanding where the pressure is coming from. There are so many strong-armed, dumb kids out there who just never made it. And I just it frustrates to me. Yeah. It frustrates me to see like the same people fall for the same things over and over and over again. It's just there's only so many like Josh Allen is like a once in a generation dude who figured it out, who had the cannon and then all of a sudden became a good quarterback. It is way more likely that you have a cannon and then you're just out of the league in four years. It's the same. It's the same reasons why these these people are ranking Herbert above Joe Burrow because Burrow doesn't Thank have you, the arm talent that Herbert has. But every other facet of his game is superior. He's he's more accurate. He's a faster processor. He's he runs the offense better. He's a gamer. It's, it's just I'm, I'm he's with more, you. Everything will bear it out not, in the first six to, six to eight weeks. I feel like we got to just – it's total wait and see with Purdy. We can't talk about it anymore. 
can't talk about Shane anymore because I feel like we're going to lose people yep. here. Okay. Right. I, I'll say KVV. I just got to be. Hold on. I got to be consistent. I, I, yeah. And TC, I agree with you. We got to wait and see with Purdy. I don't. I, I just don't see anything with Purdy inherently great about. Like, if you removed him from that 49er system and placed him on, I don't know, the Raiders or switched him with Kenny Pickett, I, I just don't think Brock Purdy would excite me. Randy, that's you just made the sale for fucking Shanny. Like you just made the sale for Shanny, which is fine. And I and I I, and a lot of that's tongue in cheek. I recognize Shanny is a great offensive mind. I still have my claims a little bit about him being a head coach. But yes, that's thing that it boils down to is I'm not sure if Purdy's actually good or if he's just like, hey, this is kind of Jimmy G 2.0. Like he's going to do pretty well on this system because it's set up for success. Which I, I he almost won a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. So like if, Jimmy G stunk, it, fucking yeah. stunk. Well, he almost won. A, he was one throw away from winning exactly. a Super Bowl with that that's dude. So saying. that's what I'm saying is like this. Forty yeah. ers are they don't look <laughs> right now. The question isn't like it is Purdy your guy for the next ten years. Purdy's your guy for the next season. Right, he's the next guy for the next seventeen to twenty two games, whatever. And that's what you need to figure out right now. Is like. Is he going to be good enough to win this year? Because then you can try to figure it out. I'll, I'll, I'll say right, this. Look, do we have to go in again on somebody else if he's not? It's asinine, though, organizationally, that they would expend that much capital and trust that they have a system that's a bit QB agnostic. Like, that's, uh, Randy, like, I'm with you, you there. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. I'm yeah. totally with you there. Like, it, well, it, I think it, the, at the, least go knew. with the second or third round guy. And pick your guy that's like kind of like Randy. what the Saints did this year with the kid that just got suspended. Okay, right? but let me let me push back on that just a pinch. Okay, <laughs> they knew they had to have a quarterback on a rookie on a rookie wage scale. Okay, they could because they they have so many guys that they're paying that they they can't afford to pay a quarterback forty million dollars a year, thirty million dollars a year, whatever. But Randy's saying you don't have to trade up to get. But, I, but the whole I understand thing, that. I understand and, that. And the whole but, thing is conceivably they could bring in. Not a not a franchise placement commanding, guy. but but here's the here's yeah. the thing. If you if you're even if you're so I mean I know this might sound asinine to some people, but it's like if you're selecting you trade in three three first round picks, th- those guys still make like fifteen million dollars a year, like between ten and like fifteen million dollars a year. That's still a a giant chunk of the salary cap that you probably can't even afford to pay if you're going to pay Bosa, Trent Williams, Kittle, Fred True. Warner. But, blah, blah, but blah. don't let him off the hook entirely because you could have picked Mac Jones there and then use those other two picks down the road on something else, whether it's trading those picks for trade him, even trade like down. a mid-season thing, trade yeah, down, get more, get third-round picks in that. So like I, I think Lynch has skated a little bit, maybe not outside of 49ers Twitter, but like nationally on what a disastrous decision that was, in most part because people look at Kyle like he's the sort of decision-maker and everything, which just isn't true. Like It wasn't Kyle who was like saying, oh, we got to take this landscape. Now, so, he may so have been I guess that's the main it. question. Think, is know, it could he, was it a Lynch thing or was it a Shanny thing? It sure seems like it's a Lynch thing to me, from what I've read. But you would because I, I thought Shanny was like had carte blanche, and then Lynch was kind of. I don't. I think it. I think nothing really happens unless Shanny signs off on it. So like that's why you know There's I think they both there. they both have to have some sort of level of like a handshake that we're going to do this together, okay. and it's not nobody's working autonomously from the other, but. I, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, there's no doubt it was a, mis- a giant, giant miss, a giant mistake. But it, 
like I said, I think I've said this. It's like even if you had, if you would flip flop the players and selected Mac Jones or selected Brock Purdy there, and and you had the that level of play that Purdy was showing. I mean, some people are like, I don't think that the discourse is the same. I mean, I mean, maybe that's like a kind of semi ridiculous argument, but it's the discourse is is different. I think it's the the level of the miss that is just, I think, what really throws people. It's just that that's he's where I not, get to. With with fields of like, all right, if Shaney would have felt anything even remotely strong about fields, they would have drafted him. The fact that Shaney like repudiated fields, that what that's what blows me away that you can that they you can slurp Shaney and also support fields. I'm like this like this guy's not the guy at all. But you I've can't. also said I've also said from the start that I don't think I don't think Fields is is like a a quarterback that can you can just plop them into any any scenario. I've always said like the offense needs to be like specifically designed around what he does, which is he needs to, he needs to be throwing from the run on the run. He needs to be you need to run the ball with him, and that's but all not of that was the true of Trey Lance. Like right, like if, he, if that's if, what I'm saying too. He, he could, he could have had Fields for yeah. free instead of yeah. like you know going up to get Trey Lance. I, I just think Trey Lance is like one of those great like combine slash like yeah. off season yeah. creations. Whereas it's like people just keep true. talking themselves into, Oh, this guy's going to be sick. I mean, I, if Trey Lance ever becomes a full-time starter in the league, I'd be surprised. Like he's going to spend the next two, three years mired behind Dak and nobody's going like, to get, yeah. KVV, what do you think the about doubt? the Cowboys trade for him? I mean, the Cowboys just can't avoid like a shiny object, right? They're just like, oh, <laughs> this could be potentially great for us. I, I think if Dak got we hurt, we could have a second year option here with Lance him. would be awful. He would go in there and like not know at all about like McCarthy would be livid about like, oh, well, I got to play this guy. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys the could be we, really bad again, I think. Uh, not again. I think the fact that we year, traded but. him for a fourth is says all traded him to the Cowboys, you know, it says all you need to know about what. Shani thinks about all right Atlanta. real real quick to transition us in kvv do you think mike mccarthy has a job at the end of the year no i do not okay. i mean the only thing that would save it is like jerry is like you know well, i'm not going i'm not going to make a change until <laughs> the end of the season and then we'll talk about it you know that's <laughs> but i i just i think they're going to be him mccarthy calling his own plays has disaster written all over it. I could see him and Dak like <laughs> screaming at each other. Uh, you know, they're obviously Zeke is gone, so there's maybe a little bit of a fresh start in that. But uh, I, I just don't, I don't see it. Uh, he's, and then and the, McCarthy's just not a great NFL mind anymore. The game, he, he just honestly just doesn't seem to like he works hard enough to stay on top of like <clears throat> what innovations are. He kind of lucked his way into Super Bowl with a, the best quarterback of his generation and then literally like almost you know ne- never got back obviously with him and effed it up a bunch of times uh, it just the fact that yeah. in Aaron Rodgers prime that like he was missing the playoffs and stuff with McCarthy is insane totally we're talking I, about and, like and one then, of the worst game managers of in the yeah. NFL and now you're just throwing the entire load of the play calling on top of that as well it's like that's All right, so I don't think we need to talk about like we've already shit on Gannon. I mean, he sounds like a total doofus. Steichen, we'll see in Indy. That seems like a total like Joker call of like, all right, well, yeah, like who knows? Uh, D'Amico in Houston, I think they'll give it. You know, he's got a few years to build a culture and build something there. Sean Payton, do you, do you think Mister Unlimited is 
is the quarterback at the end of the year this year? Or is Jared Stidham? Because that, that was an interesting move that they made. Let's hear from Randy. That's a den- he's the, he's in Denver. He's got yeah, the, this is his hometown team, least. right? <laughs> he's got the pulse yeah, of the franchise. Yeah, I, I wish I had my ear to the ground more. Uh, I I think Miss I think I think Russ. Yeah, I, I think I, I I'm a little bullish. I think you know Russ has to have he. I I know he's like a robot. I know he might not really like have normal human emotions, but he's got to have some pride. He's got to be embarrassed about last year. Now, whether he can sustain that or if he's too old or whatever, I do think he's going to have a good year, and I will say he is quarterback all throughout the year. Okay. I think he'll be better for like the first 10 games, uh, but not great, and then he'll get hurt, and then they'll be forced to sort of like play sit him and reevaluate like what they want to do. Like it, the trade is going to – that move is going to be like a real – just anvil around their neck for a long time. I, I think, but, but but I feel like if they want to admit the mistake, they want to admit the mistake early. And I then don't know that, bullet, it's so much money, right? It's like 180, 160 million guaranteed or something. I, I can't remember, but it's such a huge number uh, that I, I just don't know that they can admit it within year one. I mean, then, unless, all right, unless yeah. Peyton just flat out says like, I'm not effing playing this guy. Which so. I feel like that that's kind of his window. Otherwise, once he gets into year two with him, he's got a five or six year contract. It's kind of like, yeah. hey, you're, you're stuck with him. Um, and that's also where, do you think the, the Sean Payton stuff that he said about Hackett, you think that, like going back to the Wickersham article, do you so think good. that that was really conscientious and purposeful as far as, hey, he, he said this to take the heat off of his own team and to deflect the the attention onto himself i think maybe in retrospect he tried to sort of like say it that way but i also think that peyton is just sort of like a hothead a little bit who <laughs> likes to pop off i mean i i honestly think that a lot of people around the league think that hackett is just not a very good coach that he's a nepo hire and that you know the, the reason the only reason he had the broncos job is because aaron Rodgers was they, you know basically saying he was going to go there the only reason he's got a job now with the Jets is because Aaron Rodgers has decided that that's who he wants to have it be his offense coordinator. Like, you know, coaches who are skilled and work really hard respect other coaches who are smart and skilled and work really hard, and they just don't respect ones who they, you know, that don't deserve their respect. And Sean Payton has been around long enough that I would bet you anything that in private he's like that guy's a joke man like they're so that and that some of that kind of slipped out so i will it sort of backfire on peyton i actually think there's a really good chance it backfires on the jets because like think about what happens if the broncos somehow upset the jets that's where i'm talking about with the new york media will go ape shit on it like they would love that's what week five yeah and it'd be like oh my god like the jets are two and three and they just lost to the broncos (laughs) and proving everything right like Fire Hackett now. Like, don't let Aaron Rodgers get his way. They'll be just like bloodthirsty. It'll be all oh, be so sick. I love it. Well, <laughs> bring Zach Wilson back in. <laughs> well, Hard Knocks is not exact is not exactly shown the the best light on Hackett either. He kind of comes off as a bit of a go- a goofy clown. He was here in Jack's dude. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, like, he's a- he's just like playing. Go- he's like talking about gold member nonstop and just like. <laughs> Just like goofing off in the meetings the whole time. It's like Randy's it just a se- it does, really just seems like yeah, great, you know. <laughs> can't have it, man. Can't can't do it. <laughs> it. Just seems like a goofball. 
Who else, KVV, anybody else you think is going to like very much on the hot seat to get fired like very expeditiously? Um, like, like where are we at on McDaniels? Uh, I was going to say Stefanski. How long are they going to oh, ride with Stefanski? Stefanski fucking stinks. He Straight does up. Stink. <clears throat> I don't know that the, they could afford to fire McDaniel. Josh McDaniels like this. I mean, it's what, his third year this year. Um, I mean, he's probably a five-year deal. He's probably got the best uh, agent in sports, right? <laughs> Josh has proven like a pretty good offensive coordinator, but man, like in general, just sort of a mess as an NFL head coach. I mean, it's not a lot of stability in that franchise in terms of keeping the whole like the Devontae Adams same place. trade yeah. with like Ziegler and all that. It's just, it's like doesn't make any sense, right? It's like why yeah. like all right, you got this long leash. Why are you pushing your chips in early and then? Yeah, it's weird. Like, coaches just can't resist like they think they're part of their arrogance is right like they think and just turn it around and i'm sure josh thought like oh yeah i can make this work with Carr, and i'm, I'm totally gonna like have a great team and and i all i need is a good receiver and we'll overpay the shit out of this guy let's do it and we'll we'll keep us in games with great offense just didn't work i mean Devontae adams was being hell like you know, yeah. just <laughs> come <laughs> so, from playing with Aaron Rodgers. To, it's like a slow regression. He's he's going to end up playing with Trey Lance next. You know, <laughs> further down the the, <laughs> the thing. Um, you know, I don't Rob, know, that's a good pick. Though. Rob I mean, Ryan is a coordinator, for, is it, or is a is a coach on the Raiders? Rex Ryan's brother. He's still in the yeah. league. He's got great great lettuce though. Yeah. It, it, other than McCarthy, there doesn't seem to be like a really standout candidate. Uh, for I, mean, I would be coach. tired of of Vrabel if I were Tennessee fans because I just think he has like an absolute ten no, game ceiling him. that he can't Dude, the win more than fucking that. But national media loves him. They just love him. They just I don't yeah. get it. Like it, they, people gush over him. I mean, my friend Kevin Clark just wrote a big piece in the Ringer where all kinds of people are just gushing about him. I think Brandon Staley Staley has got to be on the hot seat. Yeah, for sure. That's a true one. Yeah, yeah. If they don't if they don't make the playoffs, he's got to be gone. Like that's just. Insane. Are you guys buying, buying or selling Panthers this year? Mm, Selling. I think selling. Yeah. I would say, are you buying or selling the Commanders? Like Commanders could have a decent. If Howell's any good, they have like some decent pieces in there in a bad division. Or which Howell kind of flashed in the preseason, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like Dotson a lot too. I like Dotson. I like the running back room. I think if Logan Thomas is healthy, it could be pretty. And then, like, if Chase Young surprises some people and comes yeah, back, Logan healthy, like, Thomas is never kind of nasty. Though. I know. There's rumors that they're trying to deal Chase Young, which is interesting. Well, they didn't pick up his option, which was right. quite the sort of, you know, what I mean, he didn't all in healthy. Grab Chase. Hey everybody, Randy here. One last partner to thank, and that is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because one, I was not good at taking the daily pills and vitamins, and two, I wanted a single solution that supported my entire body and covers my nutritional bases each and every day, and it's been wonderful. You know, AG1, it can replace your multivitamin, your probiotic, and more in just one simple drinkable habit. Covering my nutritional bases for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust AG1. 
I get up first thing in the morning. I mix one small scoop with water and drink it. Boom, done. I'm ready to start my day. I go have my coffee. I go have breakfast. And I also like that it costs $3 a day. I think it's a great value if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with high quality sourced ingredients, which is just a win-win. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash trapjaw. That's drinkag1.com the number one dot com slash trap draw check it out now i think you'll really enjoy it and you'll build a great new habit for yourself and now let's get back to the episode hey. should we get to some round? fucking draft should we get yeah, some draft here let's yeah all right let's draft we it out of the order right. uh well we're gonna let mr poosh has our loser last year he's gonna get to pick mr unlimited Draft from yeah, <laughs> Mr. Snake, Mr. Unlimited. So, I'm a snake. So the way it works, the way it works, and this is a shameless ripoff from uh, Mina has been doing this for several years, but who just got paid? We're gonna. So. Mina got paid. We're, we're gonna draft all 32 NFL teams. We did it last year. Gotta admit, I don't have the scoring right in front of me, but I will get the scoring. It's in the the show notes of the episode. It's one point for every regular season win your team accumulates. And then I forget how we did the playoffs is where uh, I got to check. But anyway, most points by your eight teams wins. Uh, we're going to draft it. Like I said, Poosh is going to pick his draft position, but it's going to be a true snake style draft. What else? What else am I missing there? Pretty straightforward other than that, I think. I think that's correct. TC was our winner. I should say TC. Uh, I, I think you clipped me by like maybe like one and a half or two points. Pretty close at the end. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And I and listen, I'm not shouting from the rooftops here for my credit because you guys give me my credit. You guys are are upfront about it and all that. That's which is really cool. It's like all I'm asking for is just consideration, right? So uh, you randomly I, picking the Giants was really this exactly. deep thought, thought both take had, on your part. Didn't yeah. you have both New York teams? And they were both, like, both New York. And we teams. thought Seattle was going to be like a six-win team. In uh, I was going to say it was basically like everybody trying to stay away from Seattle. <laughs> they get the Vikings too. You had all kinds of fucking. Which lines. like the Vikings are like the ultimate litmus <clears throat> test of like I, I can't <laughs> figure out like the GM and just organizationally like like all right. Like, are the Vikings rebuilding or are they hanging on for dear life or are they just yeah. somewhere in the middle and they're going to be good for the next 10 years? And I think it's probably that like last thing somehow. I think so. Just on one larger note, Push did a very funny uh, Mr. Unlimited video last year as the loser thing. I think I don't know if we should decide the stakes now or if we should let the, like, the listeners decide on the stakes of who finishes last, like what let's, they should have to do. Uh, let's like, solicit listener input for some I good like ideas. That. Like that. And there. then maybe next time we one of these episodes we'll we'll announce what the what the stakes are. Yeah, I feel like partly like Randy and I have some debts to pay off. Maybe like we have twenty four hours. <laughs> we of got some other debts. Yeah, we got some <laughs> we other have, debts. Which like about. Randy has he has carte blanche. He can choose whatever he wants. And then I I have the other which I think Randy's going to choose the Waffle House because Randy does not want to uh, play hundred holes that, of golf in, in one day. Oh, I know that's. That's another conversation, TC. I've been really struggling with that. Uh, 
I think but, I could eat. Well, like yeah, we'll have to figure that 20 out. Twenty waffles. To, you get an hour off for each waffle to eat. I think I could do yeah. like twenty waffles. Yeah. Twenty waffles in four it. hours, though. That's a lot of waffles <laughs> in four hours. I don't have. There's no Waffle House. It's there's a, no Waffle House equation. in Santa Barbara. Is it? Is it? I didn't know. This was a, I thought it was just each time you ate a waffle, you got an hour off. So yeah, but yeah, that. but you would have to eat twenty waffles in four hours to to make that it's equation pay off. off. That's yeah. true. Otherwise, you're yeah. running into like. Hey, I'm well, like I'm I'm eating waffles, but not actually paying any time off. I'm eating free waffles. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, so Mr. Poosh, let's throw it to you. What what uh, with a snake draft? Uh, what draft position would you like to draft from? I guess I'll I'd like to go third. Oh, wow. All right. So wow. first gets one eight nine sixteen. 17, 24, 25, and 32. Poosh third gets 3, 6, 11, 14, 19, 22, 17, and 30, which is, that's that's the dream, right? That's the Shaney dream. Just value out the ass. I have no idea if that's like the right strategic move. I'm, I just kind of felt like it was, <laughs> felt it felt right. I was fourth right. last year, I think, and it didn't Mr. work out, so... Mr. Bush will be here. Davey V, would you, where would you like to choose from? Uh, I'll pick uh, second. Wow. So does that mean, do I want to go first? You, or you want to be the I'll snake? Take, I'll take the first pick. I love it. Oh, he just wants to take and his boys. I mean, so I'm on the snake? I'm fourth? Yeah, you're the snake. Yeah, guy. you're on the snake. I All love right. that. I am keeping track here of everyone's teams. So I don't know. I have a sheet oh, of paper in front of yeah, me. That's so. a god. Hell yeah. Send me a picture of that when we're done, KVV, we'll do. if you don't mind. I came prepared, big. I wanted to make sure that if, I was, if you're going to turn over the agenda to me, I'm going to deliver. Uh, well, let's just let's just kill any suspense. Yeah, Poosh, you said it. I mean, Super Bowl contender. I want to root for him every week anyway. Give me the Bengals at the number one pick. All right. Uh, I I don't want to run it back with the Eagles uh, because uh, I think they're gonna have a little harder thing this year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the 49ers. I'm gonna just back uh, back Mr. Purdy, and I I, I want to keep him out of Pusha's hands anyways because uh, I want him to have to root for me at the end of the year. Damn, <laughs> who went I guess first? I take Eagles. You just broke no, Bengals went soul. first. Oh, Bengals, Bengals, okay. Bengals, Eagles. I guess I'll take the Chiefs. Right. I mean, no, no right. brainer there. Yeah, I, like I the, mean, it's up to you. Yeah, yeah I'm taking. I feel the like Chiefs. that's like a eleven. Like, an if everything goes wrong, it's an eleven win floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the the over under is eleven and a half. So I just feel like the Niners are going to get like four guaranteed wins against their shitty division. Like the Seahawks will be the only games that matter. That they like, swept the division last year too, and I think they're yeah. really trying not to start slow like they have in the last few years. All right, so. Real quick, we got Bengals. Bengals, 49ers, Chiefs are off the board. Bengals, 49ers, Chiefs. All right, I'll go Eagles. And I got the Snake. Um, second one's tougher. I could go with some fucking cotton candy and go Chargers. Ooh. Uh, I could go with God, the Jags, the shitty AFC South. I know. Mm. I, know. I could go with the Ravens, although okay. I don't like. I don't love the division. You know what? Give me the Jags. I believe in something. Give me the Jags. God, I love that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Poosh, you're up again. Um, I'm going to go. I mean, oh God, dude, I really I don't want to take the bills, but 
it just feels like I don't want to lose again either. Um, Cause I do feel like they're, I do feel like they're going to slightly fall off, but I don't know if it's fallen off. Like we're talking that far. I think, so I'll take the bills. All right. Bills. I am up. I am going to take, God, I guess I'll take the Ravens. Uh, mm. I, I'm going to have to grudgingly mm, to believe. Yeah. I'm not certain that that pick, but yeah, I, KVV, I will say, I think Kyle Hamilton has a massive like catch up year and didn't do a whole yeah. lot and, yeah. and comes up and is like, Oh shit, this guy's like probably an all pro guy. Yeah. So. I, I, I do think he's a good, good player. He's figuring out coverage stuff. I don't, I'm not excited to see Roquan for a whole year. Like oh, he's totally. one of my favorite players. So. Yeah. That's a great player. Big year up. I am up. Uh, my I'm debating whether to kind of take what I perceive to be the best teams, or if I try to perhaps venture into like the NFC North or <laughs> NFC South, some virgin territory here. Mm. Um, hmm. God, I would love to see you take the Chargers. I know, <laughs> and that's tough because having a root for Herbert. Just I don't know if we can do that. Oh boy, lordy, lordy! Let's do. Um, we'll get a little bullish on the Jets. Give me the Jets. Whoa, J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. I don't love the Bills. I don't love Tua. I I feel like the Jets have a chance to to win that division for sure. Okay, and then on the Snake. Oh, I know I should take the Chargers. I cannot take the Chargers. <laughs> I, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I thought Dan Campbell would be coach of the year. Give me uh, the Detroit Lions. All right. Oh, yeah. uh, Believe in something, Randy. I love that. Right. All right. Well, I guess I'll reluctantly take the Chargers. Uh, I feel like they're they're good enough to get me nine, ten wins. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a Herbert skeptic, but not quite as much as you guys, so... I'll trust my my gal Mina and her evaluation of this, and uh, go Chargers. They, I want to say Mina Ruiz. They've all been they've all been so wrong on the Herbert Burrow since the very start. It's it's unbecoming of the whole crew. God, Oof. I really I really don't want to take the Cowboys. Like <laughs> I hate the Cowboys with the passion, but it's staring me in the face. Uh, I can't fit in with your it. Yankees and Manchester United picks and. <laughs> You know, some of that. Kansas I mean, Jayhawks. Thanks, KB. Yeah. You and LeBron. You know. the, Matt LaFleur's still on the, on the board as well. I know you're a big, big LaFleur guy. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. I just think they, okay. they, they can beat up. They can put, you know, they, they're going to finish at least top two in that division. Oh, if Jefferson gets hurt, though, I could see a crater year coming for them. Very possible. All right. Uh, TC, you're up. Um, all right. So to reset, we've got the Seahawks on the board. Mm-hmm. Correct. We've got the entire NFC South on the board. Correct. Mm-hmm. We have the Packers on the board. Correct. Kind of a referendum the Cowboys. on Jordan Love. Uh, we got the Bears on the board. Referendum on Fields. Mm-hmm. The Commanders and the Giants. We've got the Raiders, Mr. Unlimited, and the Broncos. Got Mr. Vrabel, the Titans, the Colts, the Texans, most of the AFC South. God, I would love the, to see you have to root for the Titans all year. And we've got the Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, 
on the board. And then the, and the Patriots, and the Patriots, the Dolphins. I'm going to go with the Dolphins next. Oh, yeah, the Dolphins still on I the I knew board. as soon as you were going to work your way down to the Dolphins. I knew as soon as you got it up. That, that I was, was actually working my way up. Oh, uh, AFC East. Up alphabetically is, yeah. Uh, if, it, if it was anybody other than Tua, I would I would be I buying the Dolphins as like. That season is over and it could be over in one hit. Yeah, it's, it's it could be over in one hit, but it could be hot and heavy, right? He's really accurate. I'll give him that. And it, in that offense, he get the ball out quick. Like he's got a lot of weapons. You know, Some of it also is they've, they've they've kind of battened down the hatches a little bit with some of the backups, mm-hmm. and yeah, they've solidified things as far as some of the complementary pieces. I think that could Fangio the floor higher. seems the floor seems higher than than it, than it was previously. Um, God, next up, I think the Patriots could have a really good defense. Nobody's taking the Jets yet. I feel like I'm too exposed. No, I took the Jets. Jets. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah, that's right. Uh, I feel like I'm too exposed. Browns. Yeah, fuck. Uh, (laughs) You know what? Give me the Falcons. Yeah. I will will get in bed with with the NFC South. It was kind of between the Falcons and probably the Seahawks. Nobody's taking the Saints yet either. KVV no. believes in the Saints, but I don't know. I just I feel like the Falcons. I think there's a plan there. I don't necessarily love the plan, but I think there's a plan there, and it feels somewhat coherent. I don't love the ceiling of the plan, but the plan feels like a nine or ten win <laughs> kind of thing here. Okay, and Push. they got attitude at quarterback, which I think uh, he stinks straight up. <laughs> uh, Against every fabric of my being, I'm going to have to select the Dallas Cowboys here. Oh, oh we forced him into it. Imagine if Trey gets on the field. It's going to be Poosh rooting for Trey on the Cowboys. Poosh rooting for Trey and the decided I'm not going to root for him. I'm just schematic advantage. That Do you think you'll flip, though? What if Trey's like great with the Cowboys and you're like, guys, I told you all along. Like This guy's <laughs> yeah. an unbelievable talent. Like he Look at him go through his progressions. I don't even want to think arm. about what Niners Twitter is going to be like, would be like if Trey oh. Lance even comes in and plays well for one game. It's going to be... I love Hellenaires Twitter. Love it. <laughs> uh, all right, I God, I do believe in the Saints, but you got You got to pick the Saints. Come on. <laughs> I, mean, I think I'm going to go Seahawks because I, I was going to say it's Saints or Seahawks, right? I've been a, a Geno guy, uh, and I'm going to double down on that. So, so I will. Basically, I, it depends I, I on how like, you feel about the Rams because it's two automatic wins right. against the Cardinals, yeah. right? I, I'm in Seahawks. So, Randy, you're up next. All right. Um, yeah, God, obviously don't love, I'm starting to not love the board. I think in terms of just underlying talent, this this hurts, but the, the AFC North is going to be a bit of a bloodbath. It, it tends to be, yeah, wow. give me Pittsburgh. Little ass hands. I Let me just say, and I hope Ryan Burr is not listening. I, I'm Guys, I'm not sold on Kenny Pickett. I, I'm <sighs> You know, could be totally okay, but I, I'm I'm not seeing where Kenny Pickett's gonna like go out and just win you football games. There's a lot of buzz around him from the preseason for some reason. I'll tell you who I like, George Pickens. I think George Pickens is a fucking dog. I like Najee Harris and Deontay Deontay as well. Like I think they're both really good players. 
Randy, there was a girl in my uh, college newspaper staff who dated this guy who we all thought was like a big dork. And he had like really little hands and his last name was Hans. <laughs> and we kept calling him Little Hans. And she it just drove her crazy. And every time I see Pickett, uh, I think of him. <laughs> uh, little Hans Pickett. Um, uh, still your pick, big. Yeah, on the snake. God, I'm deciding between like the Giants, I guess. The Saints, the my hometown Broncos. Wow, Mr. Um, Unlimited. Although I I hated seeing the Tim Patrick injury, Randy. I hated. No. And what's the word on Judy? It sounds like he's several weeks with a bad hamstring. Let me go. Let me go with the the New York Football Giants. I'll take them. Okay. Vanilla Vic. Uh, which. You know what? I like that. That's value at this point in the draft. That's I kind feel of like yeah. eight, nine yeah. wins, right? That's all you can potentially bad division. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do you did take the Patriots TC? Is that right or no? No, oh, nobody's Patriots taking the Patriots out there. Yeah. Ah, it's a tough one. I don't know. Patriots um, are out there. Commanders are out there. Browns are out there. I, I guess I was talking about the Saints, so I really got to go Saints. I just don't think. Like uh, I can't stand to spend a whole season like pulling for Mac Jones, who I just think is not a legit. I, I hated the way that new England media gushed over him. Like he was the new Brady when he has such a jelly arm and was such a product of Alabama having the most I mean, Brady kind of had a jelly arm, too, though, right? Brady has stronger arm than you, than people remember. Like he could, he definitely he even got stronger over it. Like he, he learned how to huck it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I take the saints push. You're up. Who's just uh, taking the bears. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to take the Patriots. Okay. I don't want to take the Browns. I don't want Massage Boy. I don't. I can't. I can't do that either. <laughs> I just. Said, I, I want. I don't want to have a totally unlikable team at this point. Like, like none of the teams I, I'm picking I, are like almost none of them are teams that I actually in, would enjoy rooting for, which sucks. But just try not to lose. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> where I'm kind of. I'm. I'm struggling. I lose if I lose again, like my, my, I'm gonna just get absolutely like destroyed by the. I, and I think it's a three strikes and you're out policy. So if you were to lose oh. three years in a row, you're you're just you're gone. We're just hey, I'm, I'm we're bringing Ruiz. And we're bringing <laughs> in Ruiz. Uh, all right. So the entire AFC East is gone at yes. this point. We're, yes. We we're out of the AFC East. We have one NS or AFC North team left, and that's the Los Browns. That's Massage Boys team. Uh, we have three AFC South teams left. Texans, Colts, Titans. We have the Raiders and the Broncos left. We have Los Commanders left in the NFC East. The East is hot right now. We have the Bears left in the North. We have the Falcons. Or, no, sorry, Falcons I, are taken. No, 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 uh, we have the, the Buccaneers and the Panthers left in the South. And then we and have, I think, isn't Green Bay still on the board? Green Bay is still on the board. We do yeah. still have Green Bay on the board. That's very interesting, Randy. I think at this point, I am going to take Green Bay. I know that, that kills Poosh because he's a big LaFleur guy. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Green Bay. And then next pick is very interesting. I think I'm probably between... God, it's kind of between the Rams, the Panthers, the Bears, the Browns, the Commanders. Like everybody, all these, all the rest of these teams are kind of ass. It's a poo-poo platter, TC. Yeah, and I don't really want to root for Mike Vrabel. But this is where, like, the like this is where the thing was decided last year, right? I know. 
Just a few points here and there. These these crap teams at the bottom. Um, it literally came down to the, the final game, didn't it? You know what? Yeah. Give me... God, I fucking hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> oh, God, he's going to have to do it. Are you going to be ready for Tannehill? No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, 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 <laughs> do I, it. I, I cannot. Do it. Very well. Do it. I, I can't do it. I... Uh, fuck. Um, I, I can't do it. Uh, the, you thought the commanders were were might be frisky. I know. I thought they that they, I thought they might be plucky. The Panthers. It's a bad division. They have a good defense. They might be plucky, but they. I don't know who's running the ball there. I hate Mister Unlimited. I. You know what? Give me the Broncos. Give me the wow. Broncos. All right. I was hoping that's to that, that's that. how much I hate Mike Vrabel. I think Mike Vrabel is a fucking clown. <laughs> I'm tired of the hype. This is this is me standing for he something. Might, he might Even be though Ohio I'm giving away a couple a wins here, I'm standing for something, right? The way that they're attacking Ryan Day already at Ohio State for only beating Indiana by two touchdowns. Exactly. There. Vrabel's there. the next dude there. Vrabel's I, the I, next man up. I see you cooking, KBB. I see you cooking. <laughs> Herb Street's he, already criticizing the Ohio State fan base, telling him to calm down. I love it. It's stirred up. It'll be it'll be Vrabel, and then he'll keep uh, Heartline as the offensive guy. Push. Okay. Oh, God. Mm. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the. Push is taking the Aiden O'Connell. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the. I had them last year. It was an absolute <laughs> nightmare. Like <laughs> I had the, the 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 Saints and the Saints, the Broncos, and the Raiders last year was an absolute masterclass on how to blow games at the end. There were so many. If you go back and watch those three teams. How many games they blew with leads in the fourth quarter? It was insane. It was insane. It was like, okay, so I'm taking Los Commanders. Okay. Wow. It just how many times is he gonna pass over his boy Justin Fields? <laughs> right? Like believe I know I know because I know I'm, I'm gonna get value. I'm gonna get value late unless it's gonna be only only person that can no, take KVB's on board now. Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, you're not getting it coming or coming back around, my, my man. I, I think the Bears are the best value at this pick. I think oh, like there you go. You know, Lifelong Bears thing has them right? projected at you know seven to eight. Yeah, the last year like, Big Darnell uh, Mooney guy. Big I did Cole have them last guy. year. <laughs> last year they were my like final reluctant pick. Uh but I, I'm I'm back in. They're, they have a roster is going to be improved. Their schedule is pretty easy. Uh, I think you know I'm going to go Bears. All right, question question for you guys, real quick. Yeah, is there? So I, I shat all over the Nate Eberflus yeah. uh, hiring. Is there something yeah, now to, if you're not an offensive guy, hire a defensive minded CEO, keep the culture the same and then just have this deep reservoir and this is not to obfuscate like i, I have no idea if Eberflus has this certainly didn't have it last year but it's almost like hey come with the next new thing or come with somebody and develop guys in the program with offensive coordinator quarterbacks coach passing game coordinator all that yeah i mean it's or just get your offensive think, guy right? and stick with him but you can't though because if he's good they're gonna lose him it's just, no, I know. It's well, no, thing. I'm not. Push. I'm saying like that's where I'm at with like the head coach is like if the head coach is the offensive guy, then everything flows down from him, and then you just have a program there. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I made that point last year. Which is like hiring a defensive coach is 
kind of stupid in my opinion. I just don't think like you're, you're playing, you're essentially playing for a set amount of time where your offense can be, can be good and match up with the defense. Because as soon as the offense catches up or the offense is good, you're going to lose the offensive coordinator to a coaching job. Probably. Yeah. I find that I just, I mean, and, and it's tough because it's like, as good a coach as a defensive, I mean, like you have a Belichick and stuff like that, and maybe you have a guy that will, you know, will stay there. But it, it's just so so difficult nowadays with how much emphasis is put on the quarterback and draft. If you draft a quarterback, you need to pair him up with an offensive guy. They didn't yeah. do that in Chicago because Poosh, uh, like I, I will say because I'm totally on your team with this. But the reason I'm revisiting is because I know we talked about it last year and. Shit all over Eberflus. We shit all over other defensive-minded hires. But when we go back to the beginning of this podcast and we look at most stable organizations, look at the Ravens. They mm-hmm. they they hired a special teams coach. Look at the Steelers. Mike Tomlin's yep. a defensive guy. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Like it's guy. there's there, it's a cultural thing, right? I think, I think there's you know granted it's like first- dynamic personalities, but. There's something there. I think for, for stability, stability's sake, yes. Like I think for stability's sake and cult, culture's sake, it's much easier to be a, a middle of the ground team if you always have a good defense because you're always you're always going to be in ball games. But I think it's it's you know in the case of the Steelers, they had Ben Roethlisberger for like what 13 years or whatever it was. You know, it's like you yeah. if you get your quarterback yeah. early and you hold on to him. And, and like looking at the coaches or the teams that have competed for the Super Bowl over the last three to four years, it's mostly offensive minded dudes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Big, you're up for two picks. All right. Um, obviously, you don't love anything in this part <laughs> of the draft. Let's go to, let's just try to hit the lottery in the NFC South. Give me the, the Panthers. Most Panthers. Wow. You know, maybe I like that. I, it feels frisky. There's some upside there. Really. Yeah, there is upside there. Yeah, bad division. Maybe they steal some wins. And then Good defense. I guess we're truly Rams, Cardinals, Brown. God, I hate the Browns, but it's like on pure talent level, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the Browns. Got to take just pure talent level at this point. I think Randy just, just vacuumed up a bunch of value. There and that was one of my things of like, you know, kind of staying off the 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 fourth round snake was like one of the things I loved about that was I get twenty eight and twenty nine, and I don't have to have the Cardinals on my squad, you know. Yeah, it's just God the Browns they're in such a tough division. Yeah, I don't know. All right, um, I guess I'm gonna take the Titans, which I just again I don't like Vrabel anymore, but. You know they still have some. There they could eke out eight nine wins uh, in a good sort of uh, defensive kind of struggle there. So just, well, just the same that. type of season they've been having for seemingly yeah. fifteen years. I, I think it's going to be so depressing to be a Titans fan because like you just you know you're not going to be fucking terrible, but you know you're not going to be good enough to win it was, at all. And so it's the Andy the Dalton Bengals years. That's yeah. what that was. Push come back uh, at you. Yep, uh, I'm gonna take the Rams. I think that okay. you know the Rams aren't going to be contenders, but I I think I don't think Sean McVay lets them unless I mean unless there's something really devastatingly bad happens injury wise. I think they always still they're going to still hover somewhere around. They 500. could be a little frisky. They don't have like yeah. depth, but they could you know they could be in it. 
through they could be one coach, of those you know, play hard they're yeah nobody believes I feel in like they've got the lines team. figured out a little bit yeah i picked the rams first last year so <laughs> fucking i had that's it's basically incredible. what kept me from incredible. winning is i, I mean, stupidly picked the rams stafford didn't play like 70 yeah. percent of the year last year either so so there's five teams left yeah um we've got what raiders colts texans bucks and cardinals that's exactly mm-hmm. right. Okay. Fuck. Uh, got the like that. This is making me feel better and better about the AFC South, the Jags pick, because two of <laughs> two of these last four teams are in the AFC South. Um, you know what? I'm. It's kind of like a a pick between two bad. Divisions. Do we go Raiders? Raiders could be, uh, you know, I'll go. I'm on the snake too, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I'll go Raiders. No. Um, I feel like the two worst teams, the Cardinals are going to be f- terrible. I mean, fucking awful. And then it's, <laughs> it's figuring out, all right, like the Bucks at least have a decent defense. Who knows what their ch- plan is? God, I love you rooting for Baker Mayfield until he loses his job. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm good there. Love that for you. The Colts are, you know, the Colts might run for nine thousand yards, as Colt, as, uh, as Randy said. Colts would be an interesting game to, you know, flip on in an off window, and where you just are looking for a rooting interest. You know what? I think the Texans are going to be kind of frisky and kind of spry in a bad division, and I think D'Amico is going to steal a couple wins there. I'll go with the Texans. Texans. All right, Push help bring us home. All right, I'll take the Colts, just because. Fuck whatever at this point. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I definitely don't want to take the cards, and I definitely don't want to take Tampa Bay. So, is Tampa Bay that bad? <clears throat> All right, you know I'll what? take my. There's a lot of people think old... they might be okay, but it, it's like at least I get to watch Anthony Richards Richardson like run around and yeah. do some crazy shit. All right, I'll take my old buddy Baker Mayfield, who once motherfucked me when I tried to go up to him and get a quote from him uh, in the food line. I was like, hey, Baker, I'm going to come to Cleveland and write a profile of you. And he was like, do you have any idea how fucking inappropriate it is for you to come up and talk to me right now? I was like, whoa, (laughs) no, I did not. I didn't know you were fucking Joe Namath, boy. So I don't don't think Joe Namath would have motherfucked you. No, Joe would have threw his arm. I was like, you're a big He would have offered you a whiskey, right? Yeesh. Uh yeah, so I'll I'll uh, I'll ride with the Bucks uh, despite Hell my yeah. misgivings there. Uh, big, I think that leaves you with Los Cardinals uh, explosives. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for some fucking killers. Big does does uh, Kyler Murray uh, does he play this year? Does he just no. quit? Uh, does he hold himself out the whole year? Yeah, they'll find a way to keep him out. I I, I agree with you guys. It's a total tank job. Lena made a great point uh, recently about like at the end of the year when Kyler is playing and they're trying to tank to make sure they get the number one pick. Will and will Kyler like help them tank games in order to like have them draft his replacement, or will he <laughs> will he keep <laughs> fighting to the end to try to steal a few wins and have them? They're lose on the that, uh, they're shot. on the hook for like thirty eight million dollars a year or something with Kyler if he even if he doesn't play for the next two years. It's like. He's like, dude, I'll go play Call of Duty at my house while you guys lose, you know, draft Caleb Williams. Go ahead. But, is, but like, as they kind of tank and stuff, is their cap going to be so low that like that thirty-eight million doesn't matter at all? And they're 
It's like do they have a I single think, blue chip I, I think player Ruiz on is, that team? I think Ruiz has ranked him as like like ahead of a bunch of really good quarterbacks, which is they traded Isaiah disgusting. Simmons for a seventh round pick. Like incredible. Like, do they have a single blue chip player on that team? Like one. Do they have one? It's kind of a shame that 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 KVV didn't get the Cardinals. Because to, <laughs> just because I feel like I don't think I've ever seen you so down on a franchise and so down on like a whole system and a whole program as you are on the Cardinals. And like I would have loved to have seen you tracking the Cardinals and rooting for a win down the stretch. I think we'll have to have when we do this, we'll have to have our, our quarterly Cardinals update. Uh so let, that should be a reoccurring segment where we check in on the cards. Let's uh, explosives. <laughs> I think the, somebody the loser should have to recreate like J- Jonathan Gannon's like speech. That's a good one. Yeah, Which is like it's such an outrageous suit that he's wearing too. Yeah. Double breasted. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, take the bus here? Show of hands. Who took the bus? <laughs> <laughs> the guy with like the fishing hat on. <laughs> Uh, ESPN totally, predicts totally checked out. ESPN predicts the Cardinals will win in Week One against the Commanders and then lose every game the rest of the season. Wow. What do they say about the Commanders? They said that the Commanders are they actually were like kind of um, I don't want to say high on the Commanders, but uh, had them ranked twenty. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. This is riveting radio. I'm sure twenty sixth. Yeah, projected wins for the Commanders six point seven. Uh, Weirdly, like I feel like with Scary Terry, Jahan Dotson, the running back room, some of the defensive defense. line guys they've got, like that could be a sneaky, like decent team that's going to win like some yeah twenty two Ron still in charge games. Yes, yeah. and they got the enemy there to you know oh, bring the enemy. Talk about a prove it year. This yeah. is and exactly. Del Rio and Tron's boy Jack Del Rio. <laughs> uh, all right, one final thing: who who plays in the Super Bowl? Oh, Poosh, me and you. I, I think Niners, we take Bengals, the whole crew. Yeah. Bengals, Niners. Let's do it, baby. Where is the Super Bowl this year? It's uh, in Vegas, right? I think it is oh, in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, it's like Vegas. Holy. Vegas has the, the Formula One, Super Bowl, probably some Taylor we're, Swift stuff. I, I feel like if it's all. if it's Niners, Bengals, we have to. Pro Trash Holdings is on the hook for Super Bowl tickets for the four of us. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I yeah, totally. Fair. Excel Sports I think the guys will understand. Pull some major, major. Uh, I mean, push you with CAA. CAA's got to step up the play here too. Okay, so I believe I'm I, still can pro- I can probably squeeze one out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I'm still. I think I'm still blackballed by CAA push for uh, or Nick Bosa piece that I wrote years ago. So if you can like get that lifted, get us some VIP passes. They're great. they're in a good place right now after that contract signing. So well, Bosa's not with the CAA anymore though. So. Uh, is he not with somebody else? Yeah. So I, I, wonder was, if the, I thought it was WME. Yeah. I think or, so. I, yeah. I think Bosa left. Uh, so oh, yeah, so. I hate that for you, Poosh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Well, uh, are we going to anybody else have any Super Bowl picks or are we just going to say Bengals Niners? <laughs> I mean, I who else is coming the from the team? NFC? The Eagles. 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 Could be like Eagles. Eagles or I feel like it's Bengals. like there's like two teams. It's like Eagles. Eagles or Niners, unless the, the Seahawks make this massive leap. Yeah, or, they feel lopsided right now. Yeah, so. I think there's, there's nobody only, else like, viable. I'll go. I'll go a crazy like. Uh, I'll go Ravens Eagles. Say, we'll say that Ravens, everything Eagles. clicks for the Ravens. Yeah. The offensive is a juggernaut again, and uh, and they, a, they 
They beat the Bengals in a slugfest in the AFC Championship game. That'd be a fun matchup. That kind of yeah. mirrors of each other in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I feel like Lamlin, yeah, Lamlin versus Jalen. I think the Bills. Like speaking of prove it years, I feel like yeah. shit can start to get really weird for the Bills. Yeah. They don't kind of do their thing this year, and Diggs is certainly going to be unhappy. The cap situation is probably not going to be great. Uh, defensive situation is probably not going to be great. It's like how do we how do we square that? I just think it's so funny that they're built like a team that should be playing in Miami, and yet they like home field advantage team. is like a disadvantage to them. Yeah, they, they come up in the winter and it's cold as shit, and all of a sudden they're like spreading four wide out, and their only running game is Josh Allen. Like, they have no running game, so flawed. And like KVV, yeah. that's the weirdest thing about like if 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 somehow Anthony Richardson turns out to be like really good and they're dynamic as fuck, and yeah. they turn things around with Jonathan Taylor or whatever in like three years, they're a dome team, the Colts. Yeah, yeah, and they're like the least dome team of all time. It's well, isn't like it? There's aren't the Bills like building sense. a stadium and it's an, it's not a dome? I think that's correct. Yes. <laughs> it's like why? Why? What are we why? doing here? They're, yeah. they're proud people out there. Do they they're know where their stadium people. is? It's in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> they want to no, feel the cold in their hearts. It's like their identity. Don't throw from yeah. Canada. But that offense, it does look like a junior hire playing like video game football. Yes, a lot of times that is a great. There's not a whole lot of depth, and there's like I feel like that X button every time. Yeah, they're one. They're one injury away from like i know they drafted you know they got a little depth at tight end but otherwise it's like the running game stinks and they've got you know if josh allen gets hurt and i, I realize he was banged up in the past but if stefan diggs is unhappy or gets hurt like they're fucked completely that's fucked. tough that's tough all right well boys that's, that's the stage for a good uh good season happy uh happy nfl season uh, How often are we doing out? this? I think I think four times total. We will get we'll check in every so, quarter. So, so like week five, week week nine, or week ten, week fifteen, yeah. and then after the and then after the season. I think that's that's a good way to look at it. That way we can kind of suss out our takes throughout the year. Put put our name to more things. Put, offer more mea culpas for what we <laughs> we should have to eat shit on. I think. Uh, Give more, give people more chances to take a run at push. It'll be great. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, be well. Enjoy. What is it? Chiefs, Lions tonight, and a, a full slate this weekend. And best of luck to everybody. Cheers. Crack on, Shanny. Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who 